a couple of news and notes. MJ Hampton is active today. He is healthy and going to be on in uniform and play some special teams today. And also back deep to receive the kickoff, Solomon Van Horse. Remember, he was suspended after week number two. He has served a suspension. He is back, and he is back deep to receive the kickoff as Villanova, again, deferred to the second half, and they will kick off as the Dukes will start with the football moving left to right. They're in their home purple uniforms, the white helmets and the white pants. Villanova, white jerseys, white pants, and the blue helmets. With Clint Estes, I am Dave Rigger. Thanks for joining us for JMU Football. As we are underway, the kickoff is short, and Van Horst will have a chance to return this thing from the five-yard line between the hash and the number on the near side. Moving left to right, hesitates to the 20, comes near sideline, and gets clobbered, knocked off his feet at the 22-yard line. First and 10, James Madison, as they begin moving toward the scoreboard, left to right as we view it. Well, he's heard the starting lineup for this very important first drive of this ball game, and I do think, Dave, you're right. Trying to take advantage of the first impressions that you make upon this Villanova defense, which is outstanding. It will be Latrell Palmer, so Percy Ajay Obese is still trying to get completely healthy. We will see Percy a lot more today, but Latrell Palmer will start to the right of Cole Johnson, and Scott Bracey is back. He missed last week's game with that shoulder injury. Out of the shotgun formation, Johnson looks to his left side, has plenty of time, wants to fire the football near sideline, comeback route. Bracey cannot make the catch. Great coverage near sideline. The coverage was made by Denzel Williams, the graduate student from Rocky Point, New, North New York, that's his third pass defense, but good tight coverage. You heard in our pregame show, Coach Heatherman says, I love both of these corners. Both of them extremely good. Williams with the tight coverage there, and on the other side, Christian Beneford, also a press coverage receiver. I'll tell you one thing that was good on that first play, the protection. There was no one near Cole Johnson when he th- had time to throw the football. He has plenty of time this time. Now the pocket collapses, throws near sideline, incomplete, threw it away. He threw it behind his intended target, Latrell Palmer. But, you know, that time, Timming just got pushed all the way yeah. back into Cole Johnson, and he had no chance. Peter Fallon, the big man in the middle, 295, pushed, pushed him right back into Cole's face, and he had to let the ball go. So they will bring Clayton Cheatham out of the football game, and in for the first time will be Kevin Curry. He had a catch last week, five on the season. He comes to the near side right, three receivers to the far side left. They show pressure. Will they bring in on a third and ten? Here they come. Lots of pressure. Cole gets clobbered, throws it deep down the middle of the football field. Thornton is open, and they can't quite connect. He had to throw it earlier than he wanted to because of the pressure. Thornton got behind the defense, and they can't quite connect the dots on their opening drive. 0 for 3 is Cole Johnson, who leads the nation in completion percentage. A great start for Villanova's defense. Well, they brought the defensive back, Eli Glover. He came on a delayed blitz, and he came free right up the middle. Cole stood strong in the pocket, and if he just had a half a second longer, he had to let that go on a line more than put air under it. Oh, man, you're right. If he had just a split second. Harry O'Kelly on the punt, averaging 38.4 yards per per punt. Back deep to return is Jared Wolf. He averages 5.3 yards per return. He stands at his own 37-yard line. Not much wind to speak of today. What wind there is is probably going to help Harry. And over end kick. Wolf is not going to call for a fair catch from the 33-yard line to the 35 and gets swallowed up right there about the 38. So a five-yard return, good job in coverage. Drew Painter was right there. Good to have him back after an ankle injury. But he was in on that tackle on special teams. And that will send us to our first break. So we will take a timeout. Just 30 seconds in, the Dukes go three and out. And they had to punt the football. So, again, we'll get a break in as we continue. There is no scores. We are just underway here at Bridgeforth as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, the game is a sellout. Crowds still making their way into Bridgeforth Stadium. The Dukes have gone three and out after they lost the toss. And uh, Villanova, of course, uh, 
deferred to the second half. And just like you mentioned with the course that we've got the 50th season of JMU football here this year, going back to 1990. Uh, fans remember quarterback Eric Williams and cornerback Marcus Carter and offensive lineman Eric Baylor and defensive tackle Brian Lewis, wide receiver Keith Thornton, who is also Chris Thornton's father. And uh, that team had a 5-6 and six record, Joe Persicki was the head coach of the Dukes at that particular year, 1990. And we'll mention some of those other players who play as they're honoring the 90s. They've got a special thing on the helmet this week, Dave. They do. They have the, on, on the right side, it's the normal JMU logo, the one that got updated just a few years ago. On the other side, it's the one that's the JMU that they had in the 90s that they wore, just a purple JMU and the font that they used back then. So they've done that every home game this year where they've had something different. They had the MC for Madison College. A couple of games ago, they had the Dukes, Dukes and yeah. Script. Yep. So here we go. First offensive series for Villanova. No score. Three and out for the Dukes as Cole Johnson, who leads the nation in a completion percentage, went 0 for 3. Out of the shotgun formation, Daniel Smith, graduate from, he is from Leesburg, Virginia. There's a play act, or excuse me, it's a zone read, and he will try and run the football to his right that time, and he is going to be. Knocked down immediately after about a two-yard gain. Good job to come over and make the play by Kelvin Azama, who will make the stop. Q Reed came flying from his safety spot, just a two-yard gain. You know, this year, Smith, in one season at Campbell, his rookie year there, over 1,200 yards rushing. This year, he has one yard. He does not run nearly as much as he used to, but Campbell's offense was kind of designed around that. But he has the ability to do that if need be. Two yards on first down. Another fake handoff. Going to fire down the right sideline. Torres Carroll in coverage overthrown. Tried to go down the far sideline for Jerron Hayek, the junior from Wayne, New Jersey. Tried to double move on Torres Carroll. Pretty good coverage, but overthrown. And now a third down coming up for Villanova so far this year on third down. They're 46.3%, which is second to JMU in the CAA. So both teams offensively trying to stretch the defense a little bit early going. Kind of get a read on how they... Corners will cover, so a big third down here for the Dukes. Kind of looks like they're feeling each other out a little bit, doesn't it, trying to figure out what they're going to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Jalen Green has checked in. Francis Meehan as well. They'll go with just three down linemen this time. An extra defensive back, and now looks like, ooh, Meehan came around the edge and was <laughs> going to try and tee off on Smith. The play was blown dead. Francis Meehan, one of the interceptions, great interception earlier this year, getting more playing time. Coach Snedek talked about him. He did. And that defensive alignment there as they timeout. Nova calls timeout. Yep, they didn't like what they had offensively. So that defensive alignment was a little different. They had Mike Green right on the center, mm-hmm. and they had two t- uh, defensive ends way out outside. Jalen Green outside the tackle, so there was lots of room on the inside. But, again, they're trying to get some rush from the outside, mix it up, and an extra defensive back in there. That's not the type of defensive set we've seen the Dukes normally run. In it's this more like game. Villanova's, honestly. It is. It is. It looked <laughs> more like that for sure. It's 14-30 or 13-54 left to go. No score. But the one thing that's with that alignment, which it looks like they're going to come back in, You've got some guys that can get to the quarterback. You take out Thurston, Carpenter, guys like that, and Mike can rush inside, and then you've got Jalen Green, Uku on the outside. So same formation, two backs, two linebackers. And now it's an empty backfield for Daniel Smith. He may take off and run with this if it's open in the middle. He's going to drop back to pass, looks over the middle. He's going to take off, get hit, and he's going to slip free. A flag comes out. He's going to dive for a first down, but this may be a hold on Villanova's offensive line. Thrown Great by the back. coverage. Oh, excuse me, Dave. Thrown by the back judge and or the umpire, and he comes in, tells the referee, we'll get the call yeah, right this now. This one's coming back. Oh, maybe not. Illegal hands to the face. 
against the JMU. Run, run. Automatic first down. So that was not a hold. Didn't hear the number right there. He didn't have his mic turned up right away, but it will be illegal hands to the face. It would have been a first down anyway because then of the. Add, but then you add yardage onto that. Yep, you do. So all of a sudden now they've got the football at the JMU 36-yard line. Nova on the move. They convert a third down. Did notice something that uh, that time the JMU linebacker, Diamante Tucker-Dorsey, was spying the quarterback. Stayed right in and was sliding left to right with him. Into James Madison territory goes Nova. They move right to left. Covington to the right of Daniel Smith with three receivers to the far side right. Dukes with their four-man pressure. Now it's going to be a false start. Two flags come out. The Dukes were pointing. They were <laughs> False start. Offense number 73, five-yard penalty. Dukes Jordan Swan looking across the line. He goes, wait, 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 wait a minute. He, he moved. He can't do that, he can't right? Move. It's Michael Corby, their senior left guard, who was first-team all-CAA in the spring. These two teams did not meet in the spring. And talking with Coach Signetti off the record this week, he, he mentioned that they didn't have a ton of great film on Villanova because they, they, they're doing a lot of different things than what they did in the spring this fall. First and 15 now from the 41-yard line. Play action pass. Smith stands high in the pocket. Sails one deep down the right sideline. Ross in coverage. Knocks it away. There was some hand fighting flag. at the goal line, and a flag does come out at the 9-yard line. Ross battling on the right sideline with that was Hayek again, who they tried to earlier. And we saw some of those penalties in the first couple games of the year against Greg Ross down the football field. We did. I love the position he had. He had inside position. Receiver was outside the, uh, out near the numbers, but he had a hand on him trying to hold the receiver back behind he, him. Even from up here, you could look to look like he might have had some jersey. Yeah, I agree. There are two fouls on the play. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness. Offense number 67, pass interference, defense number nine. Those penalties offset, replay first down. Okay, wow. so MJ Dumas makes a mistake, the graduate from Lawrence North High School in Indianapolis, Indiana. He makes a mistake on the offensive line for Villanova, or else it would have been 15 yards and automatic first down. Instead, we'll play first down over from the 41 in James Madison territory. I'll take that any day, Dave. Absolutely. <laughs> but Greg Ross comes now to the near side of the defense as they move right to left. Torres Carroll has come out after a couple of plays. As you mentioned, Swan is out there playing one of the corners. Covington comes in motion to the backfield. Daniel Smith will send a man in motion. That's his tight end, Todd Summers. He's a wing on the near side left now. Dukes bring some pressure. Quick pass to the near side is going to be complete to Pringle. He averages 25 yards per reception. This one won't go for 25, but he picks up a good chunk to the 30, and he's going to get about 12 yards on first down. So second down and three coming up from the James Madison 30-yard line. Dukes in the secondary dropped off of Pringle. and Right away, Smith saw that from his quarterback position. Quick and easy completion for him. 65% of the 62% he's completing on the season. Ten touchdowns, three interceptions so far. 820 yards in the four games. Pringle, a junior, he was second team all CAA in the spring. That's his 11th catch. He has five TDs so far this year. He's their big play threat. Two receivers right, Smith back to throw again. Looks over the middle, has some time. Now going to come back to Pringle. Ross was way off of him. He's dancing to the 20, and now he'll slip by a tackle of the 15-yard line. Boy, Greg Ross playing way off of Pringle with his speed and 25 yards per reception, giving him a lot of ground 
And that was kind of a check down to his receiver, but it goes for 15 more yards. Heck of a check down when you get 15 yards out of it, right? And and Coach come on a blitz that time. They could not get to Smith as they came right up the middle. Coach Signetti came onto the field and was talking to Greg Ross about uh, I think he needed him to to come up a little bit more. He was giving him way too much space. 11.50 to go here in the first quarter. No score, but Villanova now at the 15 of James Madison. Smith. Here's a handoff. Nope, he's going to keep the football. He's got a lot of room to run. To the 10, to the 5, Smith dives to the pylon. Is he in? Stretch the he ball is. out. Touchdown, Villanova. A 15-yard touchdown run for Daniel Smith. That's his fourth of the season and his 122nd in his college career. Villanova gets a three and out, and they score on their opening possession. 6 nothing. Wildcats. He doesn't do a lot of running this season. He certainly was effective there. All the receivers were to the right side, and even the one lined up on the left went to the right side, and it cleared out the entire defense right in front of the marching Royal Dukes. And that's the one thing. When you've got a running quarterback, it's so hard to defend. That's another person you don't account for. The ruling on the field of a touchdown is under further review. So he stretched the ball out, as Clip mentioned, and was lunging more toward the boundaries so they are going to take a look at this to see if he was able to get that ball stretched out and it's got to be inside the pylon it can't be outside of the pylon because he never got to the end zone the ball did but was it inside the pylon or outside the pylon we'll find out either it's a touchdown or first and goal from the one yard line he did not leap for it but he did reach the ball out to the right he actually was probably out of bounds when he reached uh, or close to it when he reached the ball out with his right hand and since he was still running, he was well above the pylon, so it didn't knock the pylon over or anything like that. So that's why they're going to take a look at this to make sure. That's the one thing. When you when you play a quarterback like this, and they do a lot of the zone read type of stuff where he can keep the football, you have to have contain. I believe it was Isaac Uku on this near side that didn't have contain. It was. Looking at the replay, Isaac's just got to have contain on that quarterback and set the edge, make sure he does not get around there because – as we saw in that play, there was just nobody else to help him out. So they've got the headset on. The headset is off. We'll see if this will stand as a touchdown for Villanova on their opening drive. After further review, the ruling on the field stands. Touchdown. So Nova strikes first. Boy, give the Wildcats a lot of credit. A three and out, and they drive right down the football field to make this an early what, deficit for JMU. Just what the doctor ordered for the Wildcats. Now JMU faithful and this big crowd here today. Needs to help this uh, defense and help the JMU Dukes. A little stunned here. Again, a big third and eight conversion with the feet of the quarterback Daniel Smith. PAT is up, and the PAT is good. 7-0 Villanova as we have 11.36 to go in the opening quarter. Timeout on the field. We'll come back with the kickoff as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, both teams have uh, had the football twi- once here today. Dukes go three and out. Villanova, six plays, 63 yards. The 15-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Daniel Smith. Cole Bunce added the extra point. It's a good-looking drive, my friend. And the one thing, they'd never handed the football off to Covington or one of their backs who are very talented. But one way to beat a team that is really good against the run is with just plays where you're off script. And that's with a quarterback with that can use his feet. That's why it's such, and sometimes it's, such a luxury to have a quarterback that can run the football as well because none of those, the only one that was a design, well, there really wasn't one that was a design run because even the, the zone read where he scored, it can go either way. It can go as a handoff to, to the to the back. The scramble on third down, that was not a design run. Another one wasn't a design run, but he can beat you, and they can run the football 
other ways than just handing the ball off. And sometimes that's how you've got to run the football against a team that's so stout defensively against the run like James Madison. So remember, his feet today, he, he has 27 yards. He had 27 yards in a session on the drive. He had one yard coming into this game on just 17 carries. So I think that's going to be a big part of Nova's game plan today. To kick off for Villanova is Cole Bunce, the TCU transfer, San Jose native. Tremendous leg. Was injured apparently early in the season and then uh, had another kicker for a while, but he's back strong. At TCU, 239 career kickoffs and 87 touchbacks. This year, 22 kickoffs and 10 touchbacks so far. Almost half his kicks are touchbacks. We'll see if it is here. Solomon Van Horse will take this about a yard deep between the hash and the numbers. He will bring this thing out to the 10, 15, has the seam to the 20, 25. Here goes Solomon, 30, 35 on the far sideline, stays in bounds, gets tripped up around the 45-yard line. Good return by Solomon Van Horse. Well, a two-string tackle across the wave. Special team Hunter Carissimo, the junior defensive back, just got a finger on his shoelaces. He crossed the 40 to the 45. So the Dukes offense set up in much better situation. The first drive started at the 22. This one out at the 45. You could see the seam nicely blocked by the kickoff team for JMU. And sometimes when you catch it on this near sideline and have to go all the way to the far sideline, that can take a long time, and it didn't work out that well. It did that time. Latrell Palmer shifts to the right of Cole Johnson in the shotgun formation. He's going to get the handoff, bounces off a tackle to the outside, stiff arm, and he will get shoved out of bounds after just about a two-yard gain. looked like that was going to get much more than that. Over there to help make the tackle is Quisin Townsell, junior linebacker from Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. They'll give him just two to the 47 for a gain of, to make it a second and an eight coming up from their own 47-yard line. I like the line surge that time by the JMU offensive front. They didn't move a lot, but they were able to tie it up so he could bounce it just a bit for the short game. Noah Turner will check into the football game for Clayton Cheatham, just a one tight end set, so 11 formation. Empty backfield, though, as Latrell Palmer now is a slot receiver. He's going to go back in motion now in the backfield. 3-3 stack defense for Villanova. Here's a handoff to Latrell. He's going to just power his way to the 50. The pile continues to move to the 49, so a gain of four between the hash and the number across midfield, across the JMU logo. It'll be a big third down coming up. You don't want to go three and out again after trailing 7-0. Third and four, the Dukes again are number one in the CAA, number four in the country in FCS in third down. Conversions at 53.6%, including 12 of 20 last week on the road at New Hampshire. Three receivers bunched on this near side right as they move left to right. Cole Johnson looks to the right side. He's going to fire it wide open. Thornton makes the catch, turns up field, has a first down to the 40-yard line. Boy, they ran off the defensive backs, and Chris Thornton just ran a quick out. He had 12 catches a week ago. There's number one. They moved the chains. It was Forrest Ryan, a good linebacker from Villanova, came on the blitz, and he was picked up by Latrell Palmer, who popped him, and then the two of them had a little conversation after that. <laughs> a nine-yard gain for Chris. That was the third most in a single game in JMU history. Palmer to the left now of Cole Johnson. Play action pass. Wants to go for, Le- for Antoine Wells. Fade pass, and it's going to be over the shoulder. A one-handed. He oh grab it. My. Oh, he had it in his hands for a second. Antoine Wells nearly made a tremendous one-hand grab as he went against their very talented corner, Christian Benford. Well, you mentioned Benford may have the Dukes wide receiver is his uh, responsibility today, and he had it was in his pocket, but that was a beautiful pass Man, just over the outstretched hands. Thought he had that for just a second. Percy Ajay Obisay has checked in now as the back. He will get his first carry, accelerates, bouncing off of tackles, pinballs, and then backpedals his way for a yard and 
And he'll end up getting three on the play to the 37-yard line. Third down, seven coming up. They're kind of in no man's land where it could be four down territory depending on what happens here on this third down play. You were right, Dave. The defensive uh, cornerbacks are playing one-on-one with the Mm -hmm. JMU receivers right now, allowing them to commit more people to the line of scrimmage, thus shutting down the JMU run if they feel they can do that. And that's what we see right now is the wide receivers are covered one-on-one. Solomon Van Horse has checked in. He's still tied for third in receptions despite playing only two football games. He's their receiving back. He's out of the backfield this time. They look for him. Going to get it to Solomon, but he drops it, gets hit. He hangs on to the football for a first down. Boy, he took a big hit that time from the safety, but he hung on to the football on a juggling catch and a nine-yard gain to the 28-yard line. First and 10, James Madison. Ergie's cheese take first down with a little extra mustard on it, my friend, is a uh... Wit whiz right there, wit whiz. Wit whiz. Oh, oh, excuse me, sorry. That is the correct language, is it not? I'm learning, I'm learning. (laughs) First down and 10 from the 28 of Nova. Back-to-back third down conversions. Two receivers to the near side right, three to the far side left, and I think a timeout's been called by James Madison. Is under further review. Ooh, they're going to What would be the review on this? Going to see if. He was well past the stick, so it could be a spot. I think it's going to be if he caught the football or not. Because he was juggling when he got hit. Did they think that possibly he trapped it? Well, I can't. Um, when I he can't came look. down. So we'll have to. Solomon did tip the ball here's up. The, and it hit him about here's the replay the face, right here. Hit his face mask. So he bobbled it for a second, was still hanging on. From that angle, it's hard to tell. Yeah, that was I covered I think this up. will be hard to overturn. That unless was. you have a really good angle of him landing. This is going to be hard to overturn. Too much traffic of players in between on that on one that replay angle. that we did see right now. Seven to nothing, Villanova's. They went 63 yards. At their first time they had the football, a 15-yard run by Daniel Smith. We have 8.43 to play here in this opening quarter. Splint mentioned seven nothing Villanova, but James Madison on the move right now. First and 10 from the Nova 28-yard line, but the previous play under review to see if Solomon did hang on to the football. This drive started at the JMU 45 after the Van Horst return of the kickoff. Boy, Clint, how nice is it to have Solomon back? And, and obviously, hopefully he's learned from, from his mistake. But as a football player, he brings a little different dimension to this football team out of the backfield. Yeah, he's a weapon that's kind of unique. He's not a true running back. He's not a true wide receiver. He's a football player. I mean, he's, he's just kind of a hybrid kind of kid that also makes it difficult for the defense to say, do I cover this guy with a linebacker? Because he is. Uh, running out of the backfield, or do I have to bring a safety or a rover or someone in to cover him? Taking a long look at this. This is much longer than the touchdown that Smith ran that they had to confirm. So they're taking a long look to see if maybe they have some different angles on maybe the, maybe if that ball did hit the ground or not when he was juggling it. Coach Ferrante for Villanova has walked out into the field of play and standing with the officials on the far side. That's not who's reviewing the play, but he's having... Coaches uh, love to get in the ear of the officials. They'll get out there and talk to them anytime they can. No question. Especially in a situation like this, they'll just kind of join in on the conversation. Now, you know you didn't see him catch that ball, <laughs> did you? I mean, really? That's not my call, sir. Cole Johnson, just two of six so far, began the game 0 for his first three. But two for six, 18 yards. Thornton had the catch on a third down conversion. And then also they had the pass to Solomon Van Horse. We'll see if it does stand. If it doesn't, then he'll be just one for six throwing the football. Sellout crowd still making their way. It's a lady arriving crowd, but most, I guess most everybody now is in their seats. You've got to enjoy the tailgating as long as you possibly <laughs> can this afternoon. But good to be back in, inside Bridgeforth Stadium. Again, this is my first game actually getting to broadcast here. After review, personal foul. 
targeting. Okay, that was. Why didn't we think of that, right? Although I didn't see. So they will tack that on, and they have ejected. They said 29. That's Amin Black, one of their. That's one of their linebackers. starting linebackers. Yeah, young man, Amin Black came in as their number two tackler, Dave. And wow, that is a for loss, big had a sack. Play. I guess I didn't really even see a targeting situation, but I would have we were it. looking to see if it was the, the football or not. And even now Black is over on the sideline with a towel over his head. He is distraught. Well, you don't have to leave and go into the locker room anymore, but your helmet Guys, is taken away. Boy, and he didn't mean to. That's the one thing with that rule, it, whether you mean to or not. And, boy, he is he's trying to be consoled on the sideline now. You kind of feel bad for that young man. He certainly didn't mean anything by it. Nothing bad happened to Solomon, but. That's the rule in college football. It can be pretty finicky. So now all of a sudden, it's another Ergie's cheesesteak first down, and we go into the O'Neill's red zone at the 14-yard line. Across the formation, they're going to toss the pass forward to Chris Thornton. He's going to get to the 10-yard line, and he'll get about 5 to the 9 as he powers his way. Percy trying to block for him. Also, Nick Kidwell, the right tackle, swung out to try and help out. Scott Bracey was over there blocking as well. It's a gain of five on first down, second and five from the nine-yard line. Seven-nothing, Villanova, eight, 18 to go, first quarter. I like the movement of that play because it changes the eye level of the secondary and the linebackers. Percy and Jay Obisay will get a handoff this time. Great cut to the five-yard line, bouncing off of a tackle, and then he's down to the three. That'll be a first-down run for Percy, an aggressive run by Percy Ajay Obisay. First and goal, James Madison from the three-yard line. The redshirt senior out of Frederick, Maryland, has played in 48 games as of today. He is to the left now of Cole Johnson. Handoff to Percy Ajay Obisay, powers his way over the right side. Touchdown, James Madison, Percy Ajay Obisay, TD, JMU. So the answer back. The Dukes take their second drive, started at their own 45. And for a very good combination of play calling, being very creative, the Dukes able to power it in from down low. Good answer. A couple of third down conversions. Absolutely. Again, it's a mature veteran football team that usually has an answer for about everything. Streamers go flying. There's even one on the football field right now that's trying to pull off. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ethan Radke on for the PAT, and he knocks it through. We are tied at 7 with 7.52 to play here in the opening quarter. Great response by James Madison. 7-7 tie, almost halfway through, a little over halfway through this first quarter of play. You're listening to James Madison Football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, the JMU touchdown gave this big crowd a little bit to cheer about this afternoon as your JMU Dukes go nine plays, 55 yards, use three minutes and 35 seconds. Percy J. Obisay in the end zone here. He is now fifth all-time in JMU history with touchdown. He has 30. Ethan Ratke continues to add to his total as well. Converts the PAT, and the Dukes have answered back, Mr. Dave Rigger. Big answer for James Madison. Again, they had two big third downs they had to convert to, and this is why this team leads the CAA fourth in the country in third down conversion. And that's, that's the again, both of these two offenses able to convert big third downs to that lead to scoring drives. That's how you average the points that these two teams do, 45 and 38, continuing those drives with third down conversions. So it almost seems like I'm going to give you a right punch and you're going to give me a left cross. I think we're going to see that a lot today. I think you may be right. <laughs> these, are two good, these are two good football teams. You know, there's that NCAA playoff banner on the, on the building to our right. Well, I think both these two teams are going to be in the NCAA playoffs this season. These are two good football teams that, 
This game's going to go a long way in determining who, whoever wins this will have a leg up on trying to win a CAA title. 7-7 tie. Back deep for Villanova to receive. Des Boykin. Awaputu is the other one. Both very dangerous on the return. They are. Interesting to see how the Dukes play this. It'll be Camden Wise who will kick off. Wise so far, 20, make it 34 kickoffs. Four of them are touchbacks. And he will try and send this one deep. This will be Boykin. He will take it from about the two-yard line, the far right hash. He comes across the football field to the 15, gets clobber, knocked off his feet. What a tackle on special teams. Great job in getting the play on special teams. Beaver, how about that? What a play. Nice job coming across, had the momentum. Came across the uh, backside of it and ran down the return man, Borkin. Looked like there could have been a lot of room to run, but he gets knocked off his feet at the 21-yard line. So Nova, Nova begins their possession at the 21. Near side hash mark moving right to left, 7-7 seven, seven tie. We have 7.47 to go here in the opening quarter. A couple of reviews already in this football game. Let's get the JUMU defense. Shut him down this time. It'll be the first run for Covington to his right. Slips a tackle to the three. Make it 25, but a flag comes out. This one may be a hold. Bryce Carter got a hand on the running back. Could not hold on at that point. We see uh, Carpenter. Holding. Offense in the 71. 10-yard penalty. You know, one thing I noticed, Dave, in watching film on uh, Villanova, their big offensive line, they're not the speediest up front. Yeah. And we saw Richmond in their ball game get good penetration with them, get, get a step behind and put pressure on the running backs. Sometimes when that happens, that's when you reach out and grab someone. Kofi Apia is the one that gets the holding penalty. So all of a sudden, now they're backed up to the 16-yard line. Or excuse me, the 11-yard line. So they have a first and 20. Daniel Smith in the offense as they send Pringle in motion. Covington, handoff, gets clobbered immediately. No gain. Good job that time by Mike Green. You know, Mike's still trying to kind of find his way. His first game was the Weber State game, his third game now. So I think we're going to start to see the Mike Green that we've all come to know and love. No gain that time for Covington on his first carry. Carpenter, as I said, is in the middle with him on this lineman. Carter to the outside. Uku on the right. And that four-man rush. Good to see Carpenter back. The freshman from Roanoke. We've seen a lot of Tony Thurston as well, but a little more depth now up front. Smith going to throw the football this time. Steps up under pressure right side. It's going to be a great diving reception near the boundary and making that catch on that far sideline from Villanova is Kadri Ismail. A 12-yard, maybe 13-yard gain, and Bryce Carter almost got to Daniel Smith late in that rush. What a great throw, and it's going to be a gain of 13 to set up at least a third manageable for Villanova. Third down and seven. Got to get off the field here, Dave. See if they can force a punt. Jalen Green's come on here in this situation. Going to go with three down linemen again. Mike Green in the middle. Uku, Jalen Green on the outside. Chuck Winecki coming up on the outside, looking like he might want to come hard off the wide side of the field. Smith three of four, throwing the football so far. On third down. They are two for two, and now the play is blown dead, and I believe a timeout has been called. <laughs> Second charge timeout, Villanova. Be a 30-second timeout. They were trying to figure out what they wanted to do offensively. I'm not sure they were sold on what they were going to do offensively that time. Well, we have not seen this type of defensive front for JMU where they will put the three people down 
and then spread it extremely wide across the front. And uh, Smith may have been confused. He will often look to the sideline when they get to the line of scrimmage. Depending on what they've called, my understanding is they will give him a thumbs up. If it's go ahead and run it, or if not, he'll check down to something he's called before. You know, with how they're lined up with Mike Green in the middle and the two ends on the outside, right. outside the tackles and nothing in, inside there, it's almost like they want to get the rush up the field and keep him contained mm, and, then, and then have the linebackers kind of spy him in case he tries to take off but not let him get outside of the tackle box. Let's kind of see how it works out. They've also uh, they got Demonte Tucker-Dorsey on the outside. A lot of guys rushing from the outside right now. Smith. Claps his hands. Here comes the pressure over the middle of the football field. Complete to Pringle to the 40-yard line between the hashes. And it's knocked down right there. Q Reed will make the tackle, but he's up to the 44-yard line. Good protection so far. That's a 21-yard reception to Pringle, who's been pretty active so far with his third catch in this game. Now the Dukes came, and Chuck Winnicki came free for just a moment, but the back slid over. He was the lone man that could have gotten to the quarterback. He got picked off by the running back. With some big third-down conversions so far. By both teams. They're perfect. Villanova. Boy, they overcome a first and 20 from their own 11-yard line, now out to their own 44-yard line after the 21-yard completion. Smith has been very good so far. Four to five for 80 yards. Excuse me, 59 yards. They're going to run the football this time. Hand off to Covington. Big hole to the 50-yard line. Makes a man miss to the 40. Here goes Covington to the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. And he's in almost untouched. Justin Covington goes for 56 yards. The biggest play the Dukes have allowed this season. And it goes for six. Touchdown, Villanova. 78-yard drive overall. And uh, Wayne Davis was right there. And a little juke move about 10 yards down the field as Wayne came up from his safety position. And he was left holding nothing but air. And then you saw the speed of Covington accelerate to the end zone. That's wow. His longest run of the season. Yeah, he had an earlier one of 51 yards. I think there was a penalty after the play on the celebration by Covington on the offense. Great blocking up front. And then he made people miss and then used his acceleration in the secondary to just outrun everybody. After the play, that's more some like conduct. Offense number one, his first of the game. The 15-yard penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. Well, they've already had one young man ejected from the game because of targeting. If he would get a second on Sportsmanlike, then he would as well. That's his first, but again, the six points count. My goodness, what a quick drive. So on for the PAT is Cole Bunce, a graduate student from San Jose, California. Off the pit, blocked! It was Carpenter! He... Absolutely destroyed somebody up front. Ukwu tries to grab it and run, but that's a, that could be a big point. So Carpenter gets the block. He destroyed his lineman, got in there, got his hands up, and blocks the PAT. Now that's the angry answer that you like to see from your team, right? So that, it kind of diminishes the score a little bit when you don't get the PAT. So 13-7 Villanova with the lead. But, boy, Nova overcomes a first and 20 from their own 11-yard line. And they get a run of 56 yards from Justin Covington, and all of a sudden they've got a 13-7 lead. Two drives, two touchdowns against a JMU defense that <laughs> gives up only 216 yards per game and 15 points per game. Nova's done that almost in about 10 minutes of play. 5.22 left to go in the first period. Four plays, 79 yards. Two minutes, 25 seconds used on that. And like you said, they overcame so much, the 56-yard run. And the Uku block makes it a 13-7 Game. 
Salman Van Horse. Malinagi also back deep to receive for James Madison. So the penalty uh, that will take place the kickoff, so. from the unsportsmanlike yeah. call will be assessed. So all the way back to the 20-yard line, so the Dukes should get very good field position here. Last drive for the Dukes started at their own 45. The first drive, this will be their third possession, started at their own 22. By the way, the 46-yard return by Van Horst on his last return was the longest of his career. Let's see if he can top that right here. I'd like that. So Bunce... Will kick off from his own 20-yard line. Tees it up between the hash marks. 5.22 to go first quarter. 13-7 Villanova. Here is the kickoff. It will be Van Horst with a chance. He will take this from the 16-yard line near hash mark. Stays up the hash mark to the 35. And they won't have as good a field position as they did before, but still not a bad return. He stood up at the 37-yard line. First and 10 for Cole Johnson and the offense as they begin again. Own 37, moving left to right, down six with 5.15 to play here in the first quarter. The Dukes are honoring the 1990s this week as the 50th year of football, and the 90s are there. And Pershing's A. Obisay scoring his 30th touchdown. The season uh, is now tied with Curtis Keaton, an outstanding running back for Jim. You remember him well as they are tied at 30 touchdowns apiece. James Madison will move left to right. Percy J. Obisay to the left now. Of Cole Johnson, claps his hands, fake handoff. Cole's going to keep the football. He's got a lot of room to run. Good block from Antoine. He dives for a first down near midfield. Cole Johnson says, Daniel Smith, if you can do it, <laughs> I'm going to try the same thing. He picks up 12 to the 49, first and 10, another Urgie's cheesesteak first down. I like it. I like it. The fake inside, he read it well, and the 6'5", able to look over that entire line. You mentioned Malik Fisher, the good defensive end. He yeah. was left looking around like, he did. who's got the football? Right, he did. Obisay moves to the right. Of Cole. Fake handoff. Cole Johnson sets up, wants to fire it deep. He avoids the sack and then goes down. Oh, we just talked about it. Malik Fisher got to the quarterback this time. Boy, he ducked underneath. I thought Cole was going to keep his foot. He ducked under Malik, yeah. But he's going to go down because of that contact, a loss of five on a sack given up. That is the seventh sack allowed by this James Madison offense. So now second down and 15. Going to go with some tempo with three receivers to the near side right. It's Cheatham, Thornton, and Bracey to the far side left is Antoine Wells. Second down, 15 from their own 44. Quick screen, down the line of scrimmage to Thornton. He's to the 50-yard line, bounces outside. Bracey, good blocking to the 45, and he tries to stay in bounds. He tiptoes down the sideline to the 42-yard line. Boy, that thing should not have picked up 14 yards, but because of the blocking on the perimeter by Cheatham and Bracey, Thornton able to get 14, now a well, third and one. It was also his patience there, waiting Absolutely. for those blocks to develop before he did. He could have run that play into the ground. Boy, that's a big play. And now they have a free play, going to take a shot down the right sideline for Bracey. Gets hit and can't quite get to the football. They knew they had a free play because it was offsides on Nova. Well, Bracey also had contact about the 20-yard line. I thought Probably they might have called something, something there called because there, yeah. there was a defensive back that had run into Bracey. Offsides, defense number 94. The five-yard penalty results in a first down. Nergi's cheesesteak first down. So James Madison will move it down to the 37 of Villanova. Down 13-7. to seven. We have 3.54 to go here in the opening quarter. Third drive for the Dukes. They move left to right. Palmer out of the back is behind him in the pistol formation. He's checked in for Percy J. Obese. We'll get a carry running to the right side. He's got a big hold of the 30. There goes Latrell. Gets tripped up. He'll get another first down. He's across the 25 to the 24. Great blocking on the right side by Potts and Kidwell to open up a big hole. Well, I'll tell you, JT Timming did a great job of turning Peter Fallon, the nose guard, to his left. Yep. And it created that gap in the A-gap on the right-hand side of the offensive line. Keep him out of the way. Fake handoff. They want to throw a screen left side for Thornton. It's going to be... 
overthrown. Boy, that was blown up by Benford, the corner. He came so flying smart. up. And so smart. That young man already leads the nation in interceptions, and he just got in the way of that. And Cole Luff just made a good play. Throw it away. We'll play another down. Second down, 10 now. Is Johnson the offense have the football at the 24 of Villanova? Down by six. 3.39 to play in this opening quarter, 13-7. to seven. Two safeties playing high in this defense. So again, motion to the left side, Drew Painter. He's back in action. The North Carolina transfer now going to throw down the left sideline for Thornton over the shoulder. Can't quite turn and get to it. There's some contact. There it is. There's a flag. Yeah, they're riding the, the hips of the JMU receivers. They're running stride for stride with them. And we saw them working on this play in practice this week, that little fade to the far corner of the end zone. That's a tough play. That was. Is it going to be against the offense or I'll, defense? Awapetu, I believe, was holding him. Maybe it's between a hold and a pass interference because True. he was mixed up with Chris Thornton and. That's very tough for a safety to hang with Chris on a fade like that. Let's hope they don't pick this thing up. I don't know. There's no foul on the play. They're down. Uncatchable? Not sure about that. My goodness gracious. Evidently one official overruled the other. He looked like he had his hand or part of his body in contact with the JME receiver as we take a look at the replay. Uh, Got there a little bit late. Thornton was already out of bounds. All right, third down, 10 now. So far, James Madison on third down, two for three. Empty back. The Solomon Van Horse has checked into the game. He's a slot receiver on the right side. Well, Johnson claps his hands. Three-man pressure. Steps up, gets hit right side, incomplete. Boy, he had Bracey open, but again, because he got hit early, he did not have time to get the ball where he wanted to before Bracey made his break. So the timing was disrupted because of the pressure. And that time... That's concerning because it was only three-man pressure and they dropped eight. Yeah, Malik Fisher, the good offensive defensive tackle, came through and hit him around the knees and it drove Cole Johnson back. So Ethan Ratke on to try the field goal. This will be a right-to-left angle, really no win to speak of. What win there is will help him a little bit. On this near side hash mark, Kyle Davis to snap, Alex Miller to hold. The kick is up, it is away, and it is good. He sneaked in that left upright. Nova is starting to celebrate like he missed it, but it sneaks in the left upright, and he stays perfect on the season on field goal attempts as they get three of them back, and they trail by just three points. 13-10, to 10, Villanova, as James Madison answers with a field goal of their own. We have 3.23 to go here in this first quarter of play. As James Madison trailing here, trying to battle. Now we'll see if the defense makes some adjustments. What Coach Heatherman has done with his defense to see what they can do to try and slow down this Villanova offense. Well, Jamie, goes eight plays, 39 yards, minute 52, the 41-yard field goal. Ethan's uh, best has been 48 yards. And um, we'll just get that three back. But that blocked extra point looms mighty big. That's the first block since Garrett Gruel. Well, you think about back it, in, 19, in 2019. Now they're only three points away, so another field goal could tie it as opposed to exactly. still be down by one That's point. That's what I mean. By the way, that field goal made, that is the 23rd consecutive made field goal by Ethan Ratke. 439 career points, one point behind Omar Clough of Delaware. He could move into the seventh position all time in FSS scoring. He just continues to move up the record books, (laughs) doesn't he? There's Camden Wise to kick off. It'll be Boykin who will call for the fair catch. I believe he did. Yeah, it was kind of a... (laughs) That was early. It was, yeah, it was almost before he even kicked off. It was just kind of a little wave, but they acknowledged it, so they'll take over at their own 25-yard line. 13-10 to 10 Villanova. We have 3.23 to go. And, you know, we talked so much, and 
about these defenses and how good they are statistically. Well, we've already got 23 points in this football game through five drives. Well, you've got to look at the averages of both teams. I mean, JMU is averaging on their offensive side, what do we say, 45, 45 points a ball game. And on the other side of the ledger, 38 for Villanova. All right, let's see what Coach Heatherman has drawn up for his defense, what changes have been made. Can they kind of contain Daniel Smith and the Nova offense? He wants to throw the football. Now the screen is going to be set up and it has blockers out in front of him, and it's going to be Pringle across the 30 as he got outside the numbers to the 31-yard line for a gain of six coming over to help make the tackle. Great hustle by James Carpenter, but also over there for the Dukes was Mike Green. Yeah, both of those down linemen went a long way yeah, to make man. that tackle. That's a tough play for those guys. But a good gain on first down for the Wildcats. Swan will come back into the football game. He's in for Taurus Carroll, so he's played more snaps than Carroll here in this first quarter of play. Still without Wesley McCormick. He's the one injured player that really isn't back this week still. Antonio Coclaw now the left defensive end for JMU. Abby Akonji is on the near side right of this defense. Second down four for Villanova. Going to throw a screen pass, quick out to Pringle. He's going to make the catch, have a first down as he pulls down Wayne Davis by his face mask. <laughs> that really could have been an offensive face mask. The one official didn't see it, and now Wayne comes and bumps Pringle a little bit, but that's a first down to the 40-yard line. So they're going to move the chains again. Villanova's offense has been very impressive here in the early going. Pringle's been given a lot of room on the, on the outside. Hadn't already he? five. He came yeah. in with only 10 catches, but he averaged 25 yards per reception. Already five grabs here in this first quarter. We have 2.15 to play. Villanova has not been stopped yet offensively. Smith will send a man in motion across the formation. Here's the handoff to Covington to get another big hole, and he makes a man miss in the secondary. There's a flag out. He may score again. He's at the 20, and he outruns the defense, but there's a flag back at the 38-yard line. James Carpenter is pointing back and saying, hey, come back here, fellas. Luckily, because that's a 60-yard touchdown run by Justin Covington, who is making the defenders Holding look silly. Offense on the seven round. Wow. Well, the thing I don't like, aside from the long run, is Wayne Davis was faked out on a juke move by Covington, and that time Q Reed got left standing after a juke move about 15 yards down the field. And right now they're going to go to some, some backups with Q Reed coming off, Greg yeah. Ross coming off. The tackling has been very poor in the secondary on some of these long runs. Luckily, a hold on Nick Torres, the junior right tackle, who was lying on top of James Carpenter. <laughs> Please reset the game clock to 2.03. So we have 2.03 left here in the opening quarter. It is 13-10, Villanova with a lead. And right now, the Dukes have been playing their four-man front, so it's not like it's an unusual no set question. for them yeah. in this particular look. They've been able to run and run effectively despite the penalties. It's almost like they're paying too much attention now to Smith running the football. Mm. D. Will Barley is the back. He'll get a carry this time, and this time he's going to be stacked up immediately by Diamante Tucker-Dorsey. A little extra mustard oh. on that tackle. Abby Akonji was also over there to help make the tackle. Jalen Green comes back in, and... Bryce Carter back in defensively at the end position. Just a gain of one yard there. So now second and 19. All right. You, the touchdown's been taken off the board. You have a first and 20. Now a second and 19. they got to get off the field here. When Villanova makes a mistake, you got to make them pay. This team has been so good over the years of doing that. Let's see if James Madison can do it right here. Second and 19 from their own 31-yard line. Play action pass. They want to set up a play down the football field. Wide open. The tight end will make the catch. And it's going to be Summers. 
into JMU territory all the way down to the 35-yard line as they make a big play happen. Summers, his ninth catch, and that's a season long for him. About 36 yards on that, and they got out past the secondary of JMU. So what's happening, my friend? Well, it looked like a wheel route from his the inside right. receiver position. He was a tight end, but he was lined up as a receiver. And a beautiful throw by Smith. Duke's trying to get stopped Villanova. From the 35 of JMU with 59 seconds left in the opening quarter. Nova cannot be stopped offensively right now. Daniel Smith in the offense. Remember, they had a bye week last week. Here's a fake handoff. He's going to run the football, and he's going to be slung down by Kelvin Azanima, but it's a first down run as it was one-on-one. He made a move on Azanima and picks up 11 yards down that right hash mark, first and 10 at the 24 of James Madison. Stuck the ball in the belly of Barley and then pulled it. Azanima was backed off in the linebacking position. Smith making hay. Boy, Nova looks really, really good offensively. You wonder if maybe they're doing some things different that Coach Heatherman and the defense haven't seen. Remember, they had the bye week last week. They've had two weeks to prepare for this football game. First and ten, fake handoff. Smith looks down the football field, going to fire to the corner, and it will be no flag. It's incomplete. This Chuck Wineke was in covers. There was a little contact early with Pringle. And he didn't turn around, so I thought there may be a flag thrown. There was not, and it falls incomplete. Just the second incomplete pass thrown by Daniel Smith. Single coverage for the Dukes. That's a tough ask for Chuck Winecki against a really talented and downfield guy and Rajon Pringle. But the pressure they've been able to put on the JMU defense in this first quarter has been, this could be the final play of the first quarter, and it's been action-packed. Pringle's also a Virginia native from Dumfries. Went to Hayfield School. First, make it second and 10 now for the 24. Hand off to Barley. And Chuck Winecki's in there to help make the tackle after just a two-yard gain around the right side. And that will be the final play of our first quarter. Lots of action so far. It's been back and forth. And right now, Villanova leads it 13-10. to 10. That is the end of the first quarter. With a big third down and eight coming up when we return. Nova, the lead after one quarter, 13-10. So we continue with James Madison football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, many JMU fans thought this would be a uh, real barn burner today, and certainly the first quarter did not disappoint. Villanova scored on their uh, first possession, a 15-yard run by Daniel Smith. Percy J. Obersay scored his 30th touchdown then on the Duke's second possession. Score was tied at 7. Covington ran 56 yards right up the gut, and the kick was blocked, uh, 13-7 Villanova. JMU's drive got a Ratke 41-yard field goal to make it 13-10 here in the uh, first quarter of play. On this side, Villanova with 205 total yards of offense. The Dukes with just 75. 108 through the air for Villanova, 97 on the ground. And how many have been called back by penalty, my friend? Yeah, well, at least uh, 60 on one. And then Covington, another five- or six-yard run that got called back. So, yeah, about 65, 66 yards right now. Villanova with nine first downs. The Dukes with seven in this ballgame. Villanova two for two on third down. Dukes two of four in this ball game. In this particular thing, we'll take a look down here at the time of possession, which I don't see on my scoreboard clock. But uh, Daniel Smith, seven of nine. Cole Johnson for the Dukes, four of 11 here in the first half. No turnovers so far in this football game, but right now, this is a big play, right? You hold them to a field goal, then it's still a one possession game. Your offense can go back down and retake the lead, but. 
need to get them off the field. Have not got them off the field on third down yet, and haven't stopped them yet. They've scored on every possession right now, and they've got a chance here. And this is no no chip shot. This would be about almost a 40-yard field goal from here. Third down and eight. You said Bunts had a strong leg. This drive started at the 25 of Villanova. For a fair catch after the field goal by Ratke, but now Daniel Smith in the offense. Covington back in the game. He was out for a few plays after the long touchdown run was called back. So our first play of the second quarter, two receivers each way. Summers, the tight end, is one of the ones to the near side right with Pringle, who's been their favorite target of Smith so far in the game. Third down, eight. He wants to throw the football, two-step drop. Pressure comes. He gets hit, throws to the end zone, left sideline, out of bounds. Good coverage by Torres Carroll as they tried to go down that left sideline. But like we said with Cole Johnson, he had no time to throw the football because of pressure. That time it was Bryce Carter and Mike Green causing the issue that time, and they all try a long field goal. Torres Carroll got his head turned around as the, as the ball was released so he could see it and kind of rode the receiver out of bounds near the goal line. And I think if it's inbounds, it might be a, a flag, but there was no way that no. thing was going to be caught. So Bunce will come on. They'll call it officially a... 39-yard field goal. He hammers it straight through, and that will make it a 16-10 to 10 game. Good snap, good hold. He has a long of 49 in his career, and that was at TCU, but he knocks this one straight through. So Villanova strikes again, but it's only three, and it's a six-point football game. We've got a timeout on the field after the 39-yard field goal. Villanova 16, James Madison 10. You're listening to Duke's Football on the Warrants Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. If you're a fan, a JMU fan, sixth grade or below, register to win the Top Dog Experience presented by Riddleberger Brothers Incorporated. To register for the VIP experience, visit jmusports.com slash top dog. Well, Villanova goes nine plays, 53 yards, used three minutes and 32 seconds, the 39-yard field goal by Cole Bunce, 16 to 10, as Dave told you a moment ago. And, of course, back in 1991, the names out here for the JMU Dukes as we celebrate the 50th Season of JMU football, Tom Green, linebacker Garrett Washington, fullback Elvin Brown, offensive lineman Richard Bryant, Tom Duke on that offensive line. That team went 9-4 and four, the first playoff season for the JMU Dukes under coach Rip Shearer. They're celebrating the 90s here today. They're doing a different decade every single year. The 70s, 80s, now the 90s with the special decal on the side, the old JMU logo that they wore back in the 1990s. But right now, huh. this 2021 version's had to figure out how to stop this Villanova offense because so far, the Dukes on the season give up 216 yards per game. Last week, they gave up one, what was it, 160 to, to New Hampshire. So far, Nova has 205 yards of offense. And back in 2019, the Dukes needed three turnovers in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter to win that one. Here's a sky kick, and Alanagi will come up and grab this. Sammy's got it at the 13-yard line. He'll try to return it, adjusting his face mask as he returns. He's in a follow-up blocker <laughs> between the hashes across the 25 and dives to the 30, so not a bad return after all of that. How do you do that while you're running with the football? It's <laughs> a good question. So, again, good field position. The Dukes only have 75 yards of offense so far in this game, but they do have 10 points. Well, you notice the change, the kickoff being the pop-up, as you said. Yeah. They were not going to kick it down and allow Solomon Van Horst to yeah, handle it. Two pretty good returns by Solomon so far. So Sammy gets a chance this time and returns at about 16 yards, but they've got the football at the 30. Thornton goes in motion across the formation to the right side. Here is a handoff to Percy J. Obisay, going to battle his way up in the middle, and then 
his offensive line helps push him forward. So he was stuck for about two, maybe three yards as he met Forrest Ryan. They're a really good middle linebacker in the hole, but eventually gets pushed for five and gets out to the 35-yard line right between the hash marks. Ryan, the number one tackler for Villanova from that linebacker position, first team all CAA preseason. 181 career tackles coming into the football game. Second down and five. Football is at the 35-yard line. Percy was split out wide. Now he comes back in motion. He's in the left. Cole Johnson, here's a counter to the outside. Tries to run through a couple of tackles and gets two. Ryan helped make the stop that time with his linebacking teammate Owen Thompson, a junior from Lansdale, PA. Two-yard gain, third and three for the Dukes coming up as so far they are two for four on third down conversions. Villanova crowding the line of scrimmage. There were at least seven, maybe eight players yep. near the line of scrimmage. They're singled up on the outside. They've been able to handle that so far. Latrell Palmer comes in for Percy J. Obese. So third and three from their own 37. 16 to 10 Villanova. We have 13.30 to go before halftime. In motion is Antoine Wells. Comes to the near side left. Going to throw the football. Cole. Quick pass to Latrell Palmer will not get the first down. Great closing speed to help make the tackle is Quasin Townsell, who was filling in for Amin Black, who got thrown out of the game earlier. Gave him four progress, about a yard shy of the sticks. Mm. And what does Coach Signetti do? He says, let's go for this thing. So at their own 39, they're going to go for it. Fourth and one. Coach Signetti did not waste any time. He said, let's get the offense out there. Three tight ends now in the ballgame for JMU. They go jumbo. Villanova going to stack the line now. Latrell Palmer is the back. They look to the sideline. Fourth down and one. On fourth down this season, the Dukes are only two out of five. Hand off to Latrell Palmer, bouncing off of tacklers, and he backpedals for a first down. He did not initially have it. The second effort by Palmer, backpedaling with defensive end Garrett Zobel on him who's 6-2-2-90. Tremendous effort by Latrell. Then they go in a little bit high. I was expecting to get his pads a little bit lower on that. Luckily he was able to spin backwards and then back it in as you said. Kyrgyz Cheese take first down. At the 41 yard line in their own territory. Another hand out to Latrell. He bounces off a tackle. Backpedals again. He's getting spun around and keeping his feet and backpedaling for yardage. He gets across the 45 near the 48. Good so line. there's seven on first down, and you mentioned the line with the surge that time. Yeah, absolutely, and that was a play. They hit it quick. They came out of that, and they stay with the couple of tight ends in the ballgame. One receiver each way. Thornton on the near side left. Wells to the far side right. Palmer to the left of Cole Johnson. Claps his hands. Fake handoff. Here comes Cole. Gets a block from Clayton Cheatham. What a block to the 40, and he's going to run out of bounds on the near sideline near the 30-yard line. Clayton Cheatham, the block, springs him for 22 yards from Cole Johnson. First and 10, James Madison. Well, the magic man sticks it in there and pulls it out and heads around the corner, and what a textbook stand-up block by Cheatham as he turned his back. You cannot go down and block. You have to stand up and kind of toro that wide uh, cornerback. First down and 10 from the 30-yard line. Duke's on the move. Hand off to Percy J. Obese. Accelerates, breaks the tackle. Stiff Arman has a first down. Just got knocked off his feet or he scores. He gets 13 on the play. First and 10. James Madison again. They're back inside the O'Neill's grill red zone with a chance to take the lead. And Ergie's cheese take first down. Two back-to-backers. The Dukes are rolling, and they're back to the line of scrimmage. Here we go. They want to play with some tempo. Two receivers go to the far side right. Wells, the inside receiver. Thornton, the outside receiver. Hand off to Percy. Makes the first man miss and then gets back to the line of scrimmage. Nowhere to go. So it'll be second down 10 from the 17 of Villanova. A lot of talking out there. The cornerbacks that have singled up wide receivers. Now watching Chris Thornton on the play. He goes down and he uh, gets bumped once by the cornerback. So he bumps him twice back. 
A lot of, a lot of talking going on right now. Scott Bracey's checked into the football game. Noah Turner comes off, so a three-receiver set this time. Wells and Thornton to the short side, near side left. Percy stays in the game to the left of Cole Johnson. Fakes the clap. Thornton goes in motion. Here's a handoff to Percy, trying to find a hole. Patient, backpedals across the 15 to the 14, gains three. Third down and seven coming up. Stalemate in there that time. The offensive and defensive line just kind of stood at the line of scrimmage. Percy able to get just a little bit inside. Palmer will come in for Percy, and now they will bring in Noah Turner in for Clayton Cheatham. Now the Wildcats bring in about six new defensive players on a third and seven from the 14-yard line of Villanova. See if Wells can get free down here in the end zone. He's going to be on the short side of the field. No catches for Antoine. He has five touchdowns on the season. Cole Johnson looks to his right, fakes the clap. Here's a handoff to Latrell. Palmer bounces outside of the 10-yard line, gets tripped up from behind. They ran it on a third and seven. He gets six. So does Coach Signetti want to go for it again on fourth down? He wants touchdowns. He does not want field goals. Got probably the best field goal kicker in all of FCS. But he's saying this game is going to come down to us punching this ball and knocking somebody in the face. He is going to go for it again. Quick pass near side left. Caught by Thornton. He's got a first down and tried to stay in bounds. He's out at the six-yard line. Coach Signetti was all the way down to the 10-yard line. He was thinking about calling a timeout before that, but they went with tempo. A quick pass down the line to Thornton and a good block by Antoine to free him for enough for a first down. First and goal, James Madison. Fifth uh, reception of the day for Chris and a nice job by Wells on the blocking outside. Latrell Palmer to the right of Johnson now shifts to the left. First and goal from the six-yard line. Fake handoff, Cole running, gets a block, and he spins down to the two-yard line. Clayton Cheatham wanted Cole to go around the end that time and not cut up inside. They'll play with tempo, though. Second down and goal now from the two-yard line, trying to tie this game up with a chance to take the lead. Cole Johnson handoff, Latrell Palmer. And he will not get there. He's to the one. I think he was thinking about trying to stretch it out, but all yeah. of a sudden that thing could get swatted not, out of there. Not a good idea. It's, he got Boy, hung it up on top like of the pile. looked like he wanted to put he that did. out there and just thought better of it, which was smart. Now they're going to get up quickly and run a play. Third and goal from the one-yard line. Cole Johnson under center. It's going to be a quarterback sneak. He bounces, gets pushed forward, and he's in. Latrell Palmer gets the push. Cole Johnson, the touchdown. JMU's tied the football game at 16 with eight and a half to go before halftime as Cole Johnson gets his second rushing touchdown this season. Flag down. They're pointing at uh, towards the Villanova on that touchdown as the referee threw his flag behind the play, behind the offense. Well, this would be an interesting call. Was everybody set? Did they go too quickly? I don't think so. I don't but think so either, but taking a long time here for the ref to turn on his mic. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, defense number mm. 46, first of the game. The 59 penalty enforced on the kickoff. Well, a kickoff penalty will occur. It's on Jared Nelson, the backup defensive tackle, senior from. Glastonbury, Connecticut. So that's two personal foul yep. calls of unsportsmanlike against Villanova. So Both James, on scoring plays. Yeah. One where they scored and one where the Dukes scored. The JMU now can take the lead because of a missed PAT earlier in the game. Ethan Ratke had one blocked last week. This one, though, is pure. It's right through, and the Dukes have their first lead of the football game with eight and a half to go before halftime. It is now 17-16, James Madison. We'll come back with a kickoff as we continue with James Madison football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. 
Well, today's game is presented by University Outpost. University Outpost is an alumni-owned and operated since 1990. Stop by University Outpost for all your JMU gear and game day buttons. Well, JMU answers back in big way, overcoming some third downs, a 14-play, 70-yard drive. And more importantly, Dave Rickard, six minutes and 14 seconds off the clock that they were able to keep it away from the uh, Villanova offense. The Ratke kick was good. Well, you know, one thing that I think we saw right there is Coach Signetti, he wanted seven. He did not want to have to settle for a punt or for a field goal. He did not want to have to kick, and he wanted six. So he was very aggressive on that drive. Some folks up in the press box were saying, hey, this might have been the most aggressive drive of Coach Signetti's young coaching career here at James Madison. But you could tell he wanted to go make a statement, go get six points. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, he felt the momentum. He yep. felt his offense was had gashed to Villanova's defense for a couple of big first downs to drive it down inside the red zone, and he wanted to take it there and make it sure it happened. So now where's the momentum in this particular? I don't know if we see it's kind of teetering right now, one-point lead for JMU. It's just haymakers going back and forth. It, it absolutely <laughs> is. Now, Villanova has used two of their timeouts. So going down the stretch here in the first half, that could play a factor as well as much as that mixed extra point may have. Now they're going to kick off from the JMU logo at midfield from the 50 because of the unsportsmanlike conduct. So do they do something, try and do something different or just try and kick this thing out of the back of the end zone? It'll be a touchback. So they'll just make sure that Nova does not return this thing and they begin from their own 25-yard line. First down and 10. Villanova's every drive is ended in points. They got a touchdown, touchdown, field goal. Let's see if the Dukes can get them off the field. So what's been successful for Villanova? Pringle's certainly been a pain for the Dukes and they've run the ball when they've had to. Covington's been effective. Uh, in this ballgame. Daniel Smith has been a little bit of a magician back there handling the ball. So really the Dukes have not quite figured out exactly what they want to do against this jam, this uh, Villanova offense. They have not. No, I, I think Tony Thurston's now checked in for James Carpenter, but I think the offensive line give them a lot of credit for Villanova. They've opened up some running holes and they've kept Smith fairly clean in the pocket, able to throw the football around. First down 10 for Villanova from their own 25-yard line. Wildcats move left to right here in the second quarter. Hand off to D. Will Barwell, and he's going to make a few people miss. The tackling has not been great here early on. Tackle made this time by Mike Green eventually after a three-yard gain around the left end. Hugh Reed also got a handle on the corner, and I liked Abby Okonje coming up the field and got into the backfield. A little more pressure with an inside rip move. Came up and under the tackle and got into the backfield. Gain of three yards. Hardly gets the carry that time, averaging 5.9 per tote. He's in the backfield. Covington not out there right now. Two receivers left side. Plaxia pass for Smith. Getting pressured. Hit from behind. The ball is out on the ground. Abby Okonji has it. What a play by Isaac Ukwu. The strip sack. And James Madison forces the first turnover as they've got the football in the red zone. Just the way to answer it. You take the lead in the ball game. The defense has been huddling over there. They had six minutes to get ready for this series. And they cash in and they pull off the, the turnover. And the Dukes have it in deep inside the Shenandoah Valley red zone. Big, big play by Isaac The ruling on the field of a fumble recovered by the defense is under further review. I'm not sure what you'd review there. That thing was not going forward. No, we We could (laughs) see that all the way forward. We could see the play coming from behind. Now, my question to you, he wasn't in throwing motion. Had he started to leave? That ball was up there near his helmet. It was. When that ball was tipped from behind by. Let's see. Let's look at the replay right here. So they're showing on the board right now. Nope, that thing was not going for no, him. That he, is a fumble. He had tucked it, he had tucked it down. He had yep. raised it, and then he started, I think, felt the pressure. After further review, Thank you. I didn't take ruling on the field is confirmed. First down, James Madison. 
This big crowd answering here, and this is where this crowd can make a difference, Dave. No question. So now can the Dukes take advantage and go get six points? The first turnover forced in this football game. Turnovers, boy, we saw last week how much they can swing a football game. Really the last two games for James Madison. a star Madison. by that play at the 749 mark of the second quarter. Isaac Uku the strip sack, and Abby Okonji grabs the football. Now Cole Johnson, the offense, already in the red zone at the 18-yard line. Percy J. Obese gets the handoff, cuts out to his right side of the 15, cuts into the 10. He's near the sticks for a nine-yard gain. He'll be just short, but a good run. Boy, that looks like the old Percy J. Obese, yeah, doesn't it? first time I've seen him really kind of accelerate to the outside. Still not up to his full speed, but a good-looking run that time. From the nine-yard line, two receivers to the far side right. Fake hand, no, but will be a give to Percy. Powers his way for a first down. He's the five. First and goal, James Madison. A couple of Percy J. Obese runs, and they're set up to extend the lead. Cole Potts. The right guard out of Jonestown, Ohio, and Nick Kidwell, the tackle on that side, did a nice job that time to pave the way. 7.15 to go before halftime. Cole Johnson will shift Percy to the right in the shotgun formation. It's a handoff to Percy. High steps through. Stays on his feet. What balance by Percy Ajay Obisay. He's in. Touchdown. James Madison from five yards away. Bam, baby. Bam. Right up the middle, and he got on the back of Owen Thomas, the linebacker, and slid into that end zone as he extended out in the purple and white and gold streamers here at Bridgeport shower down below us. That was a tremendous run by Percy. Turnovers, baby. Boy, they can be killers. Absolutely. Especially, obviously, we see it when it's a turnover and it turns into seven immediately with a return of some sort. But when you get it inside the red zone like that, take advantage. And all of a sudden now trying to maybe break the will of Villanova with just running it down their throat. The PAT is up. Well, it's not struck very well, but it does go through the upright from Ethan Radke and Percy Ajay Obese, his second touchdown of the football game. And now it is an eight-point lead for James Madison. JMU 24, Villanova 16. We have 7.03 to go here in the second quarter. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, the JMU defense figured it out on that series. They knock it loose. The Wuku strip and they've uh, Abby Okunje got the recovery and three plays later as the Dukes go that 18 yards after the recovery 53 seconds a five-yard touchdown run by Percy Ajay Obese and for Percy his second TD today 31st of his career he's now tied for fourth all-time at JMU history with the great Rodney Landers and Ratke now has moved into seventh place all-time FCS scoring of any player as of six, today moves him to a 441 points ahead of Delaware's Omar Clough. 24-16 our score, 7.03 to go before halftime. And now all of a sudden there's some energy in this building. Nova got out to such a good start, kind of quieted this sellout crowd, but now they're back into the football game. Well, the JMU defense was hunting. I can't help but think that six-minute drive that the Dukes put together helped that defense somehow Make some adjustments. Catch their, and, catch their yep, breath a yep. little bit. Look at, you know, reassign where we're going. Those first three drives. No question about it. Certainly a long way from being out of the woods here with 7.03 left to go first half. Happy you joined us wherever you might be. Duke celebrating 50 years of JMU football. Awapetu is back deep with Boykin. It'll be, it's going to be a fair catch called for very late by Owepetu, and I'll be from the 25-yard line. So first and 10 for Villanova from their own 25-yard line. A strip sack by Isaac Ukwu that Abby Akonji able to grab, and the Deuce gets seven points off of that. Now they're right back out there, and 
It'll be Abby and uh, Isaac as the defensive ends once again. I think I'd leave them out there, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's the luxury they have with Bryce Carter and Jalen Green and others that they can spread the wealth and keep guys fresh. That's one thing we always talk about, those defensive linemen that's able to rotate those guys and keep them fresh. They can pin their ears back at times. Mike Green, Tony Thurston, the inside tackles. First and 10 from, for Nova from their own 25-yard line. Moving left to right, 24-16, James Madison. Here's a handoff to Covington. Met in the hole. Mike Green right there to spin him down. Good job by Mike. Able to shed a tackle and Absolutely. make a tackle after just a one-yard game. Yeah, he showed his experience there, didn't he? He got into the backfield, kind of pushed the, the guard off to his right and then gave a big bear hug to the running back for the short gain. Elon defeated Maine today, Dave, 33-23. to up at Phoenix Maine. starting to play pretty well. Yeah, they are. A lot of points on the board for Davis, Cheek, and company. Delaware up 15-12 on Rhode Island in the fourth quarter right now up at URI. Here's a fake handoff. Smith rolls to his left side, slings it out, underthrown because of pressure by Abby Obaku Okonji. Right, got up the field, kind of got in Smith's face. Smith having to throw across his body. Couldn't that was a quite tough get throw. As much. Yep. You know, it, it could have been a completion. Receiver it was slid down. It was underthrown. So now third and long again. But on the day, Villanova's been pretty effective. Trying to get the crowd into it here on third down. On third down so far today, they're two for three. That's pretty good. Haven't had many. They've had a lot of first seemed and like second they had, downs. Seems like they had more than that. <laughs> Empty backfield for Daniel Smith. Again, he can run the football. Look out for him right here to maybe take off. He steps up in the pocket, tries to run, gets hit from behind. He's down again. Second sack in as many times in his series. And this time, Jalen Green gets into the action. Well, one of the linebackers did a beautiful. I couldn't tell who it was, Dave. I think it was Actually, Tuck. Yeah, I think you're right. As, as the hole started to open in the middle for Smith, he came off the outside and filled that hole and caused Smith to veer off to his left side and ran into the GMU defender. Because it looked open initially, but then Tuck, I think, closed that, and he's just like, oh, I've got nowhere to go. Let's try and bounce outside. Was that a sack? It was. And that's a sack and a sack to give back. Food Line Feeds just donated just 1,000 meals to feed the neighbors in need right here in Harrisonburg. Keep cheering on for sacks to help to give back. Punt to the near side. Strobe is going to go chase this down to save some yardage. Comes up the near sideline, gets shoved out of bounds just across the 35-yard line. It'll be at the 36, so JMU's offense right back on the football field, a three and out. Boy, this defense, the last two drives, two plays, the turnover, the points, then a three and out, and the momentum now has tipped to the Dukes. Well, this Villanova defense has been pretty strong this year. I mean, they're averaging only giving up 17.8 points a ball game. How about the Dukes in this game? 121 rushing yards already, only 42 passing yards. We did not think that was going to be the case. No, we did not. Two receivers to the far side right. Here's a handoff to Latrell Palmer running to the right side. He's spun by as the first man right there. The linebacker coming up to make the stop for Villanova was their outside linebacker, Owen Thomas. It'll be a gain of just one for Latrell. You don't see Villanova right now really rushing back to the huddle. They're not getting to the line quite as quickly. The momentum has definitely swung towards JMU here in this run. A touchdown here or a score of any type would really aid the JMU cause. Two receivers to the near side left. Cole Johnson out of the shotgun. Gives it to Latrell. Patient run. Tries to shake force Ryan and does to the 41-yard line right between the hash marks on that JMU logo to the 41-yard line. He'll pick up four and set up now a third down and fives. The Duke so far in this game are three for seven on their third down conversions. And Sean Wyatt, the left guard for the Duke, 6'4", 335. Out of Richmond, Virginia with a nice block and finish. Devin Ravenel will come in as a receiver, the junior from Stafford. 
We'll see Devin back. Going to check in this time for Drew Painter, who comes out of the football game. So two receivers each way, a four-receiver set. Palmer stays in the game. Cole Johnson, the shotgun formation on third down and five from the 41-yard line. They bring pressure up the middle. Gets picked up over the middle. Wide open. Thornton has the catch across midfield to the 45. Breaks the tackle. 40-yard line and shoved out of bounds. Great patience and good job by Latrell Palmer to pick up the blitzing linebacker to give Johnson time to find Chris Thornton. And it took a while for the play to develop because Chris comes from the left side all the way across the formation to the Latrell block in the backfield to keep Cole Johnson clean was very important. Kirby's cheese take first down. To the 37-yard line. They are going to pick up on that play 22 yards. Here's a handout to Latrell. Bounces to the outside, a stiff arm, and then he is going to be shoved to the boundary this time. Just... They've got good team speed defensively, just a one-yard gain to the 36-yard line. But, again, they've ran the football effectively. Both teams have against these two tremendous run defenses that are first and second in the nation. Right now they're just punishing each other with heavy blows. Scott Bracey will check back into the football game. Also, Percy Ajay Obese has checked in. Look at the single coverage at the bottom here. This is Antoine Wells, who is split to the near side left. Let's see if they take a chance. They are going to. It's a little comeback route caught by Antoine. He's one-on-one, and he will dive close to the sticks. Yeah, I just felt it was about time to see him get in the ball game, and I like the little stop-and-go move because he was able to drive the defensive back off the play and then come back to the ball as he was up against the outstanding CAA first-teamer, Christian Benford. Yeah, how about that matchup? Wells against Benford. Whew, Two man, of the best I, in, at their positions in the league. I'd Maybe pay for the that nation. one. Here's a handoff to Percy, spins, stays on his feet, gets to the 24-yard line between the hash marks, up this near side left one, really, and it's going to be a second down and eight. He picks up two. Got something out of nothing on that play. Percy likes, looks like he's got that uh, extra step back right now. I think he had, to, he had to play last week to try and, okay, I, I'm okay. It was more in his head, yeah, I think, he told, than anything else. He told me that there this week. He said, finally, after about the second or third play, I started to feel more like myself. Two receivers to the far side right. They're having a hard time getting lined up defensively. Bracey's over there now. Thornton goes in motion that way. They want to fake it, go down the football field. Now they'll throw to Thornton on the far side right, but he can't get anywhere. Good pursuit that time. And then a little extra spin on the sideline by Owen Thompson, or Thomas, I should say, the linebacker who tackled Thornton for a loss in the play of two yards. Dangerous pass. Long to the far to the outside. A little bit of a shoulder shake by... Cole Johnson to try to free up his receiver, but no game. Thought he might have had Scott on a post that time, but didn't have enough time to see him. The wave making its way around Bridgeforth Stadium. 24-16, James Madison. 2.20 to go before halftime. Remember, Nova gets the ball to start the second half. This could be a big score if they can run the clock out as well. Three receivers near side left. Coach Signetti calls a late timeout. First charge timeout. James Madison, 30-second timeout. This is a big drive, Clint, just because of the fact that if they can score and not leave much time on the clock, Nova would have no chance to score, and they get the ball. If they could get a stop, they get the ball to start the second half as well. So they could at least keep this a one-score game at the break and have the ball to start the second half. They'd feel pretty good about things. But all of a sudden, if you're JMU and go take a, a two-score lead to the locker room, that changes the whole complexion of this football game. Well, the Dukes had the luxury of having all three timeouts. They used the one there, very wise move. Didn't really result in much of a, you know, no gain at all on the first play. And Coach Signetti said, I want to make sure on this one. Now the wide side of the field will be to the JMU left. And I particularly look for the slot receiver or someone in the, on this left side. Somehow with a crossing, some type of crossing middle in the middle of the field because the safety is drawn up. 
Devin Ravenel's checked in. Three receivers to this near side left for Cole Johnson on third and ten. From the 26 of Villanova. Over the middle of the football field. Bracey makes the catch. Can he get to the sticks? He dies and has the first down, I believe. It'll Ooh. depend on the spot. Also had Devin Ravenel in the middle early. Ooh, it looks like it might be about a half yard shy. That's Coach right. Signetti makes his way to look at it, and I think it'll be a half yard short. He's two for two on fourth downs. He says, let's do this thing again. Rarely has Percy J. Oversay in his career. I could probably count on one hand, Dave, being stopped for no gain or losing. They will bring two tight ends into this formation. Percy is the back. Fourth down and less than a yard inside the 17-yard line. Jumbo formation. Of Villanova. Out of the shotgun. Percy is to the right. Here is a handoff to Percy. He's got the first down. Good line surge. Good pull. Percy right up on the back of his right guard. Gets two to the 15-yard line. They'll move the chains. Minute 27 to play. So now this is a perfect scenario right before the half. Plenty of time left at the 15-yard line. Leave Nova no timeouts left and go take a two-score lead. Well, you got your two timeouts. You don't have to be too much of a hurry. No doubt. Plenty of time. From the 15-yard line, back inside the O'Neill's grill red zone. Thornton goes in motion across the formation of the right sideline. Latrell Palmer up the middle is going to get three yards to the 12. Just powers his way that way, help making the tackle for Villanova. Latrell kind of tiptoed into Price. that a little bit. I'd Genius. like to see him hit the hit the hole a little bit quicker. Gives him four yeah. progress. It's going to be a four-yard gain. Ganius, the defensive end, makes the stop. Plenty of time still. There's 55 seconds from the 11 now of Villanova. Cole Johnson claps his hands, gets the handoff to Latrell Palmer, and he gets two to the nine. So it will be second, make it third and four from the nine-yard line. 42 seconds, the clock is ticking down. They're working this beautifully right now, especially if they can go get six. So the Dukes can get the first down at the five-yard line. Is this, is this the one where you take the shot, though? Is this the play where I think you, you try get the to first down, take no. the shot? If it's there, do it, but just get the first down. Third down, about four, four and a half yards. Three receivers stacked to the right side. Latrell Palmer is going to shift to the right of Cole Johnson. The Nova nine-yard line and a timeout going to be called. I believe Coach Signetti a late timeout. Second charge timeout. James Madison, 30-second timeout. And now they have put the clock is down to 16 seconds, so you're left with really only a couple of plays, maybe three at the most. But on this one, you just got to make sure you get the first down. That's first and foremost. If you take your shot, you take your shot. Coach Signetti comes out and talks specifically right to Cole Johnson. Let's drive started at the JMU 36-yard line. No matter what happens, as long as they get points, it'll move it to a two-score game with Nova not getting a chance here before the half to get that double score to end the half and begin the second half because they will get the football to start this second 30 minutes. JMU drives today, 3 minutes, 35 seconds. Minute 52, 332, 6.14. Let's, let's drive right now. Good-looking drive. See what kind of got this defense a little bit tired, it appears. See what O.C. Mike Shanahan has drawn up now for this offense. Third down and four from the Villanova nine-yard line. Antoine Wells comes in motion to the near side left. Cole Johnson gets the helmet high snap. Plenty of time. Looks over the middle. Wide open Palmer out of the backfield. Breaks a tackle. Spins has the first down to the four-yard line. For the first and goal, timeout going to be called by Coach Signetti, and they've got nine seconds, a chance for two shots at the end zone. Third and final charge timeout, James Madison. 30-second timeout. Boy, give the offensive line so much credit because Cole's able to sit, survey, and look at all of his options and finally found Latrell for a first down. And that wasn't always true. If anybody joined us late, Cole was getting all kinds of pressure in his face. He was getting hit when he throws the ball. The balls were overthrown or underthrown at times here, and this Duke's offense has scored two back-to-back touchdowns. A lot of that started, of course, because of the turnover created by the JMU defense. 
and a lot of that as well as the Dukes. Uh, Boy, you think about this, and they have worked this to perfection. Nine seconds left. That's a chance for two shots at the end zone to go take a two-score lead and get a touchdown here before the half. How about the two-minute offense that the Dukes had up at last week? At New Hampshire. This is looking very much similar to that yep. kind of drive. Yeah, these are big-time drives. First down and goal from the four-yard line. Right before the half, Cole Johnson wants to throw a fade. Back shoulder, Antoine Wells getting pushed out of bounds by Benford that time. No call. It's going to be incomplete. I think I'd stay away from Benford as much as I mm. possibly could. So they're just going to get one shot. There's six seconds. That one only took oh. three. So you could maybe do one more shot, but it's no guarantee. So they will bring on the field goal unit. Boy, I would have loved to have had six there. Yeah. So they will try for the field goal to make this a two-score game here at halftime, 24-16. Ethan Radke on for essentially a PAT. This will be a 21-yarder. And Mark Ferrante, the head coach of Villanova, is going to call a timeout. Interesting. 30-second timeout. Well, they know that an extra point was blocked against Radke and company. Can't take it with you. (laughs) No, might as well use it up. You know, six seconds left, that's no guarantee that you can get two plays off, but that last one took only three. Do you take one more chance before you kick it? You probably can't at this well, point, you know, can the, you? You want to get points no matter what. The Dukes have been effective faking the uh, field goal yeah, there and you go. scoring. They got a first down, and they got a touchdown out of it. Like we mentioned, though, any type of points makes this a two-score football Absolutely. game. Absolutely. I think that's the, that's I think the, that's the biggest that's factor. That's the takeaway of this. Absolutely. Yep. So Ethan Radke on for a 21-yard attempt. A little left to right angle. Essentially a PAT for Ethan Radke. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up, and it is a two-score game right before the half. 27-16. James Madison extends his lead to 11. A drive here before the break to make this, again, an 11-point lead. JMU Athletics would like to thank its Team Madison sponsors, Pepsi and Centera, for bringing you JMU football. 14 plays, 60 yards. For JMU, five minutes and 34 seconds, the time of that drive. Boy, I like those five- and six-minute drives to keep the ball away. 21-yard field goal by Ethan Radke now with 446 total points. Moves him up into third, well, fourth all-time in FCS scoring. Three seconds remaining, so they'll have to kick off and one last kickoff, maybe one last play. There are your two plays, right? Yeah. (laughs) With the six seconds. Yep. But, again, all of a sudden, if he's got to hold it longer, then all the time may I run know, out. And <laughs> Take the points and run. Take them, yep. After trailing 13-7, to the Dukes have taken control of the football game. Now, this particular kickoff, you don't want this thing. You just want to get this ball on the ground somewhere. and Probably try and squib this thing yeah. down a little bit. Cole Johnson began the game just 0 for 3. He's 11 for 19 overall. Just 86 yards, though. Give Villanova a lot of credit there. Pass defense has been really, really good. Two of the best corners in FCS matching up well. It's going to be a low squib kick. It'll bound down to the 20, and then falling on it for Villanova is their backup defensive lineman, Jake Green, and there's going to be one second on the clock. So they'll have to get out there and kneel it, I would imagine. The clock doesn't start till the return people touch it. And he just jumped on it, so... It's probably he just went right. down. I'm surprised hardly two seconds went off. So JMU has now outscored Villanova. Please reset the game clock for two seconds. Oh, okay, so only one second went off the clock. That seems more like it. 
They've outscored Villanova 20-3 since that early deficit of 13-7. 16 first downs for JMU. Now out gaining Villanova. They will kneel it down one time, and that'll do it. So at the break, James Madison has the lead on Villanova 27-16. Up next, we'll get some scores. Riley back in the studio is going to take care of that. Look around the CA, get you some scores around the FCS. I've got a special interview that we'll do with our sponsor today. As we will talk today, University Outpost. The University Outpost, a tremendous place that's been very, very busy this weekend. We'll also get a Duke Sports Center with Kurt Dudley, and then we'll come back with the stats and get to set for kickoff here in the second half. At halftime, James Madison 27 and Villanova 16. You're listening to James Madison Football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. The kickoff is going to be taken by, this will be Boykin, who comes to the far side left after he was about the near hash mark. He's across the 25 this time. It's called for a fair catch a couple of times, gets to the 27-yard line. So it's a couple of extra yards as the Dukes' defense out for the first time. And, again, they changed this game with that strip sack. Isaac Uku that was recovered by Abby Okonji, and then all of a sudden they go score. Dukes take the lead at that point in time. And we talked before we came back on here how important this drive is for Villanova yeah, to start drive. the second half, getting the ball after they deferred to the second half. Really big drive for Villanova. Dukes with a two-score lead right now. Here's a fake handoff. Smith's going to keep the football from behind, getting spun down Isaac Ukwu, pirouettes, and throws him to the ground at about the 33-yard line after a gain of six yards. But Smith, his legs weren't weren't a factor after the really the first drive. First drive, he scores a touchdown. 15-yard run. Has a total of 24. You take away the couple of sacks. Yep. Of course, that negates some of that. Much better containment by this defense after that opening drive. Some adjustments made by Coach Heatherman's defense. 27-16, James Madison just underway here in the second half. Swings it out to Covington. He's in space, and he's been hard to deal with in space. He's made some people miss. He's right at the sticks. They'll move the chains. He gets four, needed four. They'll move the chains. First down for Villanova at the 37-yard line in their own territory. 27-16, Dukes have the lead. First catch of the afternoon for the backs out of the backfield for Villanova. Covington, that's his 24th career catch, but he only has 78 career yards. So he's only averaging 3.2 yards per reception. Really not a threat. Kind to, of a check down back, yeah, apparently. Not, not to get a big play in the pass game. First and 10 for Nova. On the opening drive of the second half of play, has some time, steps up, zings it over the little football field, and it's going to be a leaping grab by Boykin down the seam. Across the 35-yard line into JMU territory at the 30. What a throw by Smith, and Boykin leaps up and makes the grab. A tremendous catch down the seam. Duke's had good tight coverage on that 35 yards on the pass completion. He was falling backwards as he went up to uh, pull that in. The Dukes uh, had a hand up in there trying to knock the ball away, and they were not able to do so. So good-looking drive to start the second half. Be a 33-yard reception that time by Boykin, his first of the day. Covington to the left, and it's going to be a keeper this time by Smith. Cuts up inside of the Zonima who hangs on to make the tackle. Chris over there, Chuck Winecki was there to help make the tackle. Exactly. So that time only a yard and a half gained by Smith. You can already see a little different change in what they're trying to do offensively, going to trying different Trying to go people. back to what they did, yeah. you know, with, with uh, the in run the first game drive. with Smith. Yep. Two minutes gone by. Already two first downs and into JMU territory inside the 30. It'll be a second down and eight from the 28. Covington will shift back to the left. 
of Daniel Smith. Here's a give to Covington, running right in. A good job defensively to close the hole by Q Reed. He came flying up from his, his safety spot, trips him up for a gain of two to the 26. So a big third down coming up. Q may have and hurt himself. Q did hurt himself, I on think, On that didn't tackle, he? He, he slammed the turf there, and he's, he's okay. He's coming off. He's nursing his right leg just a little bit. Able to make that stop. So here's your third down play in this opening drive of the second half in JMU territory. Wildcats two out of four on third down so far in this football game, but 0 for their last two. In the backfield now is D. Will Barley. He's going to go in motion. They look that way. Now going to fire left stand. It's going to be underthrown. I don't think that thing was that thing tipped. I think Carpenter got a hand Boy, on it. If he did, they're going to wave it off because they call yep. a pass interference on Torres Carroll. If that thing was tipped by Carpenter, and they are going to say that Carpenter got his hand up, knocked the football down. It altered the path of that, so they will no pick up the flag the for defensive pass interference because the ball was tipped. Yeah, I saw the referee immediately raise his yes. hands. Carpenter did a loop to the outside. He was lined up inside. He looped to the outside, got both hands up high in the air, and was able to put a finger on that. I'm going to say because that the the and path of that thing was altered quite a bit. This is a big field goal attempt by Bunts. The TCU transfer will try it from 43 yards away, a little plenty, inside the right hash. Plenty of leg here. See if he's got the accuracy. Good snap, good hold. The kick is away. It is long enough, and it is good. Well, that would so have been good from about 53 He's yards. got a strong leg, yep. And that's going to make this a one-score game again. So Nova's offense does its job, but the JMU defense holds them to only three, as now it is a 27-19 to game. Let's get a break. We'll come back with a kickoff. Nova scores on its opening drive as we have 12.01 to go. Third quarter, 27-19. James Madison, you're listening to JMU Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, JMU fans want to know what's really scary? Seeing just how much you could have been saving by switching to GEICO. They make it easy to bundle your home, car, boat, and cycle or RV insurance and save even more. No fortune tellers needed. Visit GEICO.com and see if saving money is in your future. Happy Geico-ween. Villanova comes out of the locker room to start the second half. They go seven plays, 47 yards. Two minutes and 59 seconds used off the third quarter clock. 43-yard field goal with plenty to spare by Cole Bunce. And now the Dukes lead 27 to 19. 12-0-1 to go here in the third quarter. It's a good opening drive for Nova to get points out of it. But again, the JMU defense bent a little bit, did not break. And we've seen that so many times this year that yeah, they'll give up a few yards here and there, but when, when, when push comes to shove, they're usually going to hold teams out of the red zone. And coming into the game, I guess you can add this game in, only nine red zone chances for teams this year. Now in this, the fifth game, which, boy, that's uh, that's an impressive number from this defense. Villanova now 241 total yards, though. They've been able to move the football. Well, each and every week, the competition has got just a touch Yep, more difficult. And so you feel by the time you reach this fifth game, you know, as you near the center of the season, you want to be playing games that, that matter and where the intensity on both sides is ramped up. And certainly we have this here. Long way to go in this game. 12-01, as Dave said, left to go here in the third. Back to a one-score game, 27-19 with Clint Estes. I am Dave Riggert. Riley Reed with us as our producer today. Here is the kickoff from Bunce. It is returnable. And this will be oh, Sammy Malinaga will kneel it down. He could have returned it. He was right at the goal line. He'll take a step back and kneel it down. The Dukes will take over first and 10 from their own 25-yard line. We'll see if the offense can uh, keep its rhythm. You know, we've seen, we've been so impressed by Cole Johnson all year long, just three or four touchdowns every game, completing 75% of his passes. He's 
been a little roughed up today and, and not quite as accurate, but give Villanova's defense a lot of credit for that. Well, the true, but the offensive line began to, to, to pose its will a little bit yep. in that second quarter. Began to protect just a little better. Cole was cleaner in the pocket. Salmon Van Horst goes in motion and swing it to him on the right side. He's one-on-one, accelerates to the 30-yard line, gets up to the boundaries. That 12th defender makes the tackle. Good job to force him that way. Over there for Villanova was the safety as he came over, Ethan Potter. Nice job of not trying to make the tackle but kind of ushering him yep. out of bounds and took a good angle to the ball. Five-yard gain. But that's a good gain on first down. And, and again, first that's Jay Obasay will come back in. An extension of the run game, just the swing pass to a back. Solomon Van Horse gets that one. Now Cheatham goes in motion. He's a wing on the right side. Two tight end formation, 12 personnel. Hand off to Percy. Bounces outside. He's got a first down to the 35-40. He's ushered out of bounds on the far sideline as well. That extra burst, and Percy gets out to the 43-yard line and picks up 13 yards. Percy Ajay Obese now with 70 yards rushing. That's a season high for him. Hergie's cheese take first down. Nice job dipping the shoulder inside, accelerating to the corner. Percy looks looks really good today. He's got an extra gear than he had from last week. Cheatham again, short motion. will be on a wing on the right side once again. One receiver each way. Another give to Percy. They're being very patient with this run game. That's one thing Coach Signetti is. Percy gets two. That's one thing he talked about is, hey, we've got to be patient with the run game. I know Villanova does not give up many run yards. This is the most they've allowed so far by far. Penn State had nine, had 80 against them two weeks ago. Also uses the clock here, Dave. Yep. Kind of keeps the, that offense for Villanova off the field. But Coach, th- this is an offense that can morph into whatever they need to do that day. They've had tremendous balance, and so far the run game has led the way. Here's Cole Johnson goes through his progressions, dumps it for Percy, makes the first man miss, and then just tries to go and gets helicoptered at the 48-yard line, spun around for a three-yard gain, but Cole couldn't find a receiver down the football field, so he checks it down to Percy, who makes his first catch. Last three plays, been watching Antoine Wells Jr., the wide receiver for JMU, and he's starting to get a little separation with the cornerback. It's almost like he's learned how to quite to set him up. Let's see if the Dukes go to that in this drive at some point. Antoine, only one catch for 10 yards. He's only been targeted three times so far in the football game. Third down five. Here comes Blitzer. He's going to get hit from behind and knocked down. Tyler Stevens, the left tackle, got beat that time, and it will be a sack coming around the end. That time was Mike Ruane, graduate from UMass. He was a linebacker that came on a blitz, and Tyler Stevens couldn't handle him from his left tackle position. That'll be the second sack for Villanova. Well, they overloaded that side. Away. It was too many people to handle, for sure, for the JMU defense, and Cole had his back to that position. Of course, that play, playing left tackle means you've got the blind side for that yep. right-handed quarterback. Luckily, Cole held on the football. He got hit pretty hard from behind. I agree. Ariel Kelly on to punt. Al Davis will snap on the money. The punt away and over end kick. Wolf is back, calls for the fair catch. Good job by Malinagi. He was right there to make the fair catch, and it will be at the 24-yard line, first down and 10 for Villanova. Timeout on the field. Nova's offense comes out and scores three. The defense forces a punt. Villanova's got the football mm. back down eight. We have 9-21 to go, third quarter. JMU 27 and Nova 19. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, today's game is presented by University Outpost. University Outpost is an alumni-owned and operated since 1990. Stop by University Outpost for all your JMU gear and game day buttons. Cost the Well, Delaware loses today up at Rhode Island. Rhode Island wins that ball game 22 to 15. That was the early game. We also you had that earlier. Elon uh, knocked off Maine, 33-23. Right. right now, 
Anything Albany else? leads William and Mary seven to three in the second quarter, and Towson and Stony Brook are just underway. Yeah, you Albany looking for their first win of the season. I, I still say they're the best zero and four team that I've seen. Yeah, they've had a tough schedule. They really have, and the Dukes will not play Albany this year in that rotation. All right, the big drive. Here we go. This has oh. turned into a football game once again after the two-score lead for JMU. Now it's a one-score game, and Nova forces a punt. They've got the football back at their own 24-yard line. It was a 38-yard punt with no return as Wolf calls for the fair catch, and Villanova takes over. Daniel Smith, their quarterback, 9 out of 14 for 145 yards. We'll start with an empty backfield in this one. So Smith a danger to run. Kind of got back to him running the football in that last drive. They may shift out of this, but that's where they start. Here comes Covington. He will come back into the backfield to the left of Daniel Smith. First down and 10 from their own 24, moving left to right. Play pass. Quick out, and Pringle goes down low to catch it and does make the reception in front of Greg Ross, the 30, for a gain of six. Tough catch, but Pringle goes low. He's their home run threat, but he's been more of a possession receiver so far in this game. But for him, that is going to be his sixth catch in the game. Keep waiting for a down and out. I'm down and up from him, you know, down and out, and then turn it up. I'd rather keep him to six. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As opposed to 66. I'll call down and tell. Thank you. <laughs> Second down and four for Villanova. Football at their own 30. They're tight end. Summers goes in motion. He's attached on the left side now. Here's a handoff to Covington. Cuts up inside. Breaks a tackle. Breaks one more to the 40. And then he's got a first down. Sam Kittle make the tackle with the 44. It's a gain of 14 yards. This is a good cutback run by Covington. Yeah, Diamante Tucker Dorsey got in the hole and overran the play just a little bit. And on the cutback, he, had, he knew exactly what was coming. Tackling has not been great by no, the defense. No, not at all. But give credit to the moves that the backs have yep. made at, at the crucial times in these drives. It's one thing Coach Signetti talked about last week. He was not happy with how they tackled New Hampshire. Uh, probably not uh, thrilled about this one so far against these Wildcats. 27-19, James Madison. We near the midway point of the third quarter. We have 8-15 to play in the third. Empty backfield. Covington will come in motion again. He comes across the formation. Fake it to him. Here comes pressure. You're going to set up a screen to Covington. And it's going to be well set up, but then... Flying in to make the tackle was Mike Green. Good job by Mike as he dropped in coverage that time, but it's going to be a six-yard gain. Could have been much more. Tucker Dorsey also in the vicinity to get a handle on it. That ball could have gone for a good play call. It was. Could absolutely. have gone for much more than that without the swarming defense here. Especially against the blitz that came that time. Sometimes yes. you set up a screen against a blitz, that can go for a lot of yards. Absolutely, because your backers will back off. So now after the game of six, they're at midfield at the 50-yard line. Nova on the move again. Down eight. Smith fakes the clap, raises his leg, and now gets the helmet high snap. Throws it near side for Pringle, playing off of him because of his speed. And Gray Grass continues to give up five and six yard gains, and that'll be enough for a first down. Nova's going to move the chains to the 42 of James Madison after an eight yard gain. Daniel Smith, beautiful job of reading the defense, sensing that there's going to be blitz on his side, knows that he's got the little down and out pattern because of the coverage JMU is playing. He's just taking what the JMU defense will give him. You kind of wonder, though, when is he going to take that long shot? Well, now the corners have bumped up with single high a single high safety and Sam Kidd. They roll the pocket left side under pressure. Going to lob it down the field for Boykin, who makes the catch. Gets knocked off his feet with a big hit from Kidd, but he hangs on. Big catch by Boykin, who had a good catch on the opening drive of the half. This was a corner and a fade, and 
A great job to hang on to the football down to the 23-yard line now. First and 10, Villanova on the move again. Yeah, good rhythm by this offense for the Wildcats right now. Again, the Duke's defense, though they get hits on people, have not able to jar the ball loose. It's a 19-yard gain there, so now they're down to the 22-yard line. They can have a chance to tie the football game up. It's an eight-point game. would have to go for two. This time they fake it again over the middle of the football field, underthrown, and I think he did that on purpose because of the good coverage that time. Wayne Davis was coming over the top from his safety spot, and Greg Ross was in coverage. This is the corner on that sideline, but at Smith, I think, he knew that wasn't open. He just kind of threw that toward the turf at his feet so no one could catch the football. Yeah, Ross had really good inside position. Yep. He had covered that opening, and when Wayne slid over from the safety position, it gave him no window to throw it. So there you saw that six-year quarterback yep. experience drop it in, throw it short. Second down and 10 from the Dukes, 23-yard line. Going to roll the pocket again, comes to the near side. They set up for the throwback pass, and a great oh, play by oh. Sam Kidd. He went through two oh. offensive linemen and then tripped up Covington. A tremendous oh play by my. Sam Kidd. He fought through three defenders out there, got low, got in there, and how he held that to a loss on the play. If he doesn't make the play, oh it might goodness. score. Oh, what an individual defensive play to battle and go through the defenders, get down low. And my a loss of gosh. two. That was an incredible play Put by Sam Kidd. star on that one. Third down and 12 now from the 25-yard line of James Madison. Daniel Smith back to throw again. Back pedals to his left, scrambles to the right side, directing traffic, throws it across the green and over the head of Pringle. Coverage yep. by Greg Ross. And now they have to settle for a three-point attempt again. Well, when Smith got flushed, everybody just started scrambling in the secondary, trying to find a place, and the Duke's able to hold him. Give Sam Kidd all oh, the credit for nice. holding them to the field goal attempt. It is a 42-yard attempt, left-to-right angle this time, as opposed to a right-to-left. Sam Kidd has battled injuries his entire career. The redshirt junior out of Reston, Virginia, James Madison High School. Good snap. The hold is down. The kick is away. It is certainly long enough. Does it sneak in there? It does. The field goal is good. So now, back-to-back field goals by Villanova have made this football game a five-point game. It's James Madison 27 and Villanova 22. Timeout on the field, 5.38 to play in the third quarter. We'll come back with a kickoff. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, if you like talking ball games, hang on here because we've got a quarter plus 538 for you as Villanova's come out of the locker room with a couple of field goals this last one a nine play 51 yard drive three minutes 43 seconds used by Villanova and that a big defensive play by Sam Kidd to kind of set up that field goal opportunity as the drive was moving along pretty well that drive had started at the 24 yard line in this ball game Villanova now 292 yards of total offense 182 through the air 110 on the ground Dukes with 236, and now this next possession becomes even more and more important for JMU to answer, and they were able to do that in the first half. They scored three times in a row. Got a gut check time now for this offense. Again, they've been kind of stuck in neutral. They haven't had many opportunities this second half as Villanova's controlled the football, so need to go back and make this a two-score game again. Haven't been able to get any separation. The only buddy that's been able to do that, Chris Thornton, in when he runs across the formation, has been able to find some space in this ball game. You know, talking with Coach Signetti and you were able to talk with Coach Shanahan, really thought yeah. there was going to be some op- 
opportunities for shots down the football down the field. field. Right. And Cole Johnson has 13 completions, but only 94 yards. A lot of check downs, some crossing routes, and just everything short right now. See if they can maybe open things up and get something down the field. Make a big play. There have not been that many explosive plays in this football game. Get this crowd back in it. Boy, a bad kick. Will this thing go out of bounds? Yes, it will. So a terrible kick that time by Bunce after he's had a really good day. And by the way, these two kickers are really, really good. We know about, about Ethan and how good he is. But Cole Bunce, he's only missed one field goal all season. He's 9 for 10. Ethan Ratke is 9 for 9. So these two field goals, field goal kickers, again, it could come down to one of these two here late in the football game. Free kick out of bounds. Kicking team. The ball will be placed at the 35-yard line. First down. All right, big drive for this offense. They've been patient with the run game and used it a lot, but is it time to open things up now with this pass game? Let's see what they do. Cole Johnson comes out. He's got Percy to his left. Thornton comes in motion across the formation. He's a slot receiver on the near side left. Play action pass. Cole wants to go down the football field, scrambles away, goes to his right and throws the ball away. Outside was covered. He didn't have anything. Smart play, pulled it down. Look for his second receiver to the other sideline. Didn't have that either. Sailed I think it over he there. wanted to go down the field for Antoine right here, but there just no space for him to get free, not enough time. Some pressure came and made Cole roll out to the right side away from where he wanted to throw the football. Coach Ferrante, the only one closest to pick that yeah. one. 27-22, James Madison, 5.32 to go here in the third quarter. Here's a handoff to Percy, tries to accelerate, not mm. much running room right there. Forrest Ryan, the middle linebacker, makes the tackle. Mass of humanity piled up just across the 35-yard line of white and purple shirts. He Moved gets two. Couple, got two, and that's about all that was there. He got everything he could possibly get. We need to convert this one. Third down and eight. The Duke's on third down. Where have the tight ends been at this point? Right now, they're 5 of 11, which is solid, but one safety. A lot of room in front of that single safety. Third down and eight. Three receivers to the near side left. Evan Ravenel has checked in. Percy picks up the blitz. Now he gets hit. Cole Johnson goes down. Going to be sacked again. That's the second consecutive possession that ends in a sack. Getting the sack this time, Jared Nelson, the senior defensive tackle. He's a backup, but gets his third sack of the season. And all of a sudden now, Villanova can go take the lead as they have forced a three and out. And the offense and Cole Johnson, they've been stymied here so far in the second half. I mentioned one safety. And just as the JMU team snapped the ball, a host of people dropped back in the secondary and didn't give him much. He had to, he kind of hitched and looked like he wanted to throw, and then he had to give give it up, did Cole Johnson. Well, and one thing, too, we, we talk about the coverage of the secondary. That time I was watching Antoine down the field. He was wide open. If Cole has some time, he probably has a good coverage on the kick by Harry O'Kelly. Wolf did not call for the fair catch that time. 41 yards on the punt. And it will be at the... 29-yard line, so Nova takes over the chance to go take the lead, 27-22. The tempo coming out of the locker room has been all Villanova. They've been able to run it. They get, they take the time at the line of scrimmage, identify what they see as the weakness in the JMU defense. They've taken this crowd of the game with how they played here Absolutely. after halftime. So where is another sack or a fumble recovery to get this um, back in? Cross your fingers here. Rub that rabbit's foot back home if you're listening. Defense needs to make a play now. 27-22. James Madison up by five, but over the football back after a three and out. Daniel Smith, handoff to Covington. It's ah. blown up in the backfield. There you go. Mike Green and a flag comes in. What's that flag going to be? Is the line judge on the far side and says it's against JMU. Uh, I think it might be. Someone jump Personal early? Foul. Face mask. Face mask. Okay. Number three. 
15-yard penalty, automatic. 15-yard penalty on Boy. a face mask. It was going to be a great defensive play. Yeah, three or four-yard loss. Mike Green, Jalen Green were in the backfield. There were multiple Dukes back there, but Mike Green blew it up. But he was claiming he didn't. And the tape will show what happens there. Didn't see a replay, but, again, the official sot. Doesn't matter what anybody else says. Now, my, sots, now 15 I'm yards. If I'm Villanova, after a penalty like that, I'm taking a shot right here. Right at the 44-yard line, their own 44. Covington was split wide. He comes to the left now, and the shotgun is Daniel Smith. Three receivers to the near side right. Here is a run by Covington. <laughs> Going to be blown up. Guess who? Mike Green is right there. He wraps up his waist and throws him down for a loss of one. They've ran twice and lost. Ne- they've had negative yards each run. Mike Green says, I'll tackle over here. I'll tackle over on this side. We're starting to see Mike kind of... Uh, <laughs> Make his presence felt. Yeah, he, he was a little angry coming through that line. Yep. I think he's starting to kind of get back into football shape after missing those first couple of games. You notice he was talking to his fellow defensive lineman, kind of giving him some direction. And there's that experience showing through. Second down 11. 3.06 to go here in the third quarter. JMU clings to a 27-22 lead. Under pressure, Smith going to throw it down the near side. And wide open Pringle, he beat Greg Ross. Makes a great catch of the 15-10-5 and strolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Villanova from 57 yards away. Greg Ross, I don't know if he thought he had help, but he almost gave up on the play. And wide open Pringle makes a fingertip catch, and he gets into the end zone. Villanova takes the lead, 28-27. to I said they might take a shot. It was one play later than that. So 12 consecutive points coming out of the locker room for... Villanova, they'll try to add that 13th here and make this a two-point lead. Yeah, they're going to try and go for two here. So Villanova out of the locker room has taken the lead with three consecutive scores, two field goals and a touchdown. And a big play again as Greg Ross got beat that time. They have not had a two-point attempt this season. Only 10 seconds on the play clock, just getting to the line of scrimmage. Watch Smith here. Daniel Smith out of the shotgun. Covington to his left. He's going to look to throw it and gets hit from behind and will not be able to get the pass off. Wayne Davis came and got him this time on a safety blitz. And that's a big play because all of a sudden now a field goal can give you the lead. But Villanova has regained the lead. They've outscored the Dukes here 12-0 to start the second half. We'll come back with a kickoff with 2.54 to go third quarter. Villanova 28, James Madison 27 right here on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Dave Rigger, Clint and Riley Reed back. Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. 2.54 to go here in the third quarter. Nova with a tremendous drive and a three-play 71-yard drive. And right now it is a 28-27 Villanova lead. All right, the offense has got to start to pick something up, Clint. Yeah, it sure does. That was only a three-play drive. Not much of the third quarter remaining, but here the Dukes in the third quarter have been anemic. They have one first down. That's it. They've had nine total plays. They want to go down the football field. It's going to be a shot for Antoine Wells. He will go up in a one-hand grab, but can't hang on. Boy, there have been a couple like that today where Antoine been streaking to the sideline, gets the ball up, and then this one right into the JMU bench, just not able just to not able to get on two one. hands up. Benford with good coverage again. Those two kind of going, hand, going at it. A little bit of hand fighting as well, but no separation. There's nothing down the field at all. Everything has been short. Second down, 10 now from their own 25-yard line. Latrell Palmer to the left. Going to keep the football. Cole Johnson will get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Good job defensively. Boy, 
Villanova's flying now. Really good defensive play by Darius Pickett. Junior oh. strong safety. Almost like you knew exactly the two plays the JMU Dukes were going to run here, and now you're forced into a third down. This is, uh, if you're not careful, a turnover possibility here. 2.24 to go here in the third quarter. They fake the snap, look to the sideline. Saw the middle linebacker bailing out defensively as they thought the Dukes were going to go quick. JMU 5 out of 12 on third downs now. Under 50% came in. Tops in the CAA at 53.6%. Cole fakes the snap, gets it chest high. Here comes the blitz. Going to throw it short for Cheatham. Can he get to the sticks? Not even close. He'll be about six yards shy at the 29 as Benford, the corner, came up to make the stick. And it's going to be a second consecutive three and out for this high-flying JMU offense. They've been held now to 234 yards. Yeah, but in the third quarter alone, yes, because at half, JMU had, uh, what was it, a total of a... Uh, 223. So they have 11 yards in so the second So 11 half. yards in the third quarter is all the Dukes offense has been able to, and Villanova has taken the momentum and said, I'm putting it in my pocket. Here is Harry O'Kelly, line, drive, end over end. Wolf calls for the fair catch and makes it to the 31-yard line. So Villanova back out there after back-to-back three and outs. Nova's already scored 12 in the quarter. The Dukes have, have, a, they have 11 yards. And Villanova has 12 points. It's now 28-27 Nova, and they've got the football back. Well, the problem is offensively for JMU, also somewhat defensively because these drives by Villanova, one started at the 24 here in the second, one at the 29. This one will start at the 31. So it's not like they're short fields no. that, that, that Villanova's working on here. It's the magic of Daniel Smith making the right choice and the might read. First down and 10 for Villanova from their own 31-yard line. Moving left to right here in the third quarter. Minute 22 to play in the third. 28-27, Villanova. Chukwuneke comes hit. flying in to make a tackle on Covington on a zone read handoff to him. Short gain of maybe one, one yep. and a half yards. I'm going to stand up for this one. I think this one's probably could be the turning point of this ball game right here. It's a big drive, yep. You know, the turning point in the first half was the, the strip sack fumble. Needs something like that to happen. The defense has got to create some energy back in this stadium because it has been quiet since halftime 28 27 Villanova 50 seconds left third quarter Dukes need to stop defensively Daniel Smith on second and nine raises his leg gets the chest high snap looks to his right side slings it and it's going to be a back shoulder fade Ismail will make the catch across the 45 fighting for yards across the 50 then gets shoved out of bounds as Tuck came over hit him at the 49 yard line at 19 yards good coverage but just a little stop and pull back that ball was in the air Great where the wide receiver turned back into the to face his quarterback on the sideline right in front of the JMU bench. So now it's a first down to the 49 into JMU territory. This may be the last play of the third quarter. It's been dominated by Nova. We've got the football into Duke's territory. Going to fake the snap. One-on-one coverage on the outside. A lot of field to the left for Smith. Smith has now thrown for 258 in the game. Handoff to Covington. Nowhere to go. Good job defensively. It was Bryce Carter who made the tackle for no gain. And now and Smith kept the ball. He might have had some yardage running to right side. It'll be a second and ten when we return. Timeout Ooh. on the field. Buckle up everybody. We've got a good finish for you. 15 to go. And JMU trails here at home to Villanova by one. 28-27. 
JMU trails at home to Villanova. Does that sound familiar from two years ago? Hopefully the fourth quarter is reminiscent of 2019. We'll come back with it as we continue with James Madison Football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Three chapters of this afternoon's ball game are in the books right now, and the third quarter belonged totally to Villanova. The Dukes had 12 offensive yards in the third quarter alone, and right now 368 yards for Villanova, 235 for your JMU Dukes. Dukes 3 of 3 on uh, fourth down ever. 5 of 13 are the Dukes on uh, third down. Certainly not a very good average there. Villanova only 2 of 6, but they've done a lot of their damage on second down in this ball they game. They have yeah, only 6 total attempts on third down, and they've That's had right. the football quite a bit. Smith uh, for Villanova, the quarterback, 6 of 23, 258. One touchdown, no interceptions. And for Cole Johnson, had a tough third quarter uh, after having a hot first half in this ball game. Let's see, I have to close that panel out so I can read it. There we go. 14 of uh, 24, 99 yards in this contest for Cole. And this JMU defense has to make a stop here on second down in this ballgame. Chris Thornton leads the way receiving-wise for JMU, six catches and 51 yards. Pringle, eight catches and 132 it's had a big ground. game. Again, everything was short for him until that touchdown. I thought they were going to have to. Felt like they were gaining enough momentum that they could take a shot. That they had gotten the momentum back on this ball game. So, will it be a fourth quarter from two years ago? The Dukes got three turnovers in the fourth quarter. One of them being an MJ Hampton interception. Rashad Robinson had an interception in that ball game as well in the fourth. As the Duke trailed in that ball game, going into the fourth quarter here at Harrisonburg. Football at the 49 in JMU territory. Now Nova will move right to left. Villanova has the football at the midfield logo. Two receivers to the near side left, two to the far side right. Two-by-two two formation for the Wildcats. Four down linemen. They bring some pressure off the outside. Smith will step up wide open of the middle, but it's going to be incomplete as Ismail and now a flag comes oh, no. out. Sam Kidd, it's going no. to be three officials through the flag, and just because he's unprotected. It wasn't a target or anything, but they protect the receivers. Sam Kidd hit him, and that will be a 15-yard personal foul. Sam went down. He did not go head high. He went down to contact the receiver near the waist area. It's not a target. He would, the receiver's head was much higher than where Sam Kidd was. Am I wrong, Dave? You are not wrong. I think it's not a targeting, but I think just the penalty is because he was stretched out trying to get the football, and he, so, he was hit by Sam, and the, he was a defenseless receiver. That's, yeah, that's, that's the thing just, now. I'm sure they used targeting yes. as the probably the moniker for both of those types of plays, even though they didn't have to. They're going to review this as they do all so targeting situations. So they're going to call it targeting. We'll see if they that is upheld or not. But it's going to be a 15-yarder because it's probably going to be a hit on a defenseless receiver. That's the one play. Again, you want to make a big hit as a safety coming up on a receiver like that. But that thing was overthrown. He was not. He, he had no chance to catch it. He was outstretched to try and catch it, but no chance to catch it. It's one you just you try and pull up, but as a safety, you just it's hard to do that. That was a second down play. Would have been third and ten from the 49. Instead, it's going to be first and ten. It looks like from the 34-yard line. Unless, unless they see that it's not targeting, maybe they, they, they maybe they won't call a penalty. Well, you know, some weeks the review booth, have happened. We've been told some days the re- review booth is not busy at all. Today it's been busy. Today it's been rather busy. Yes, indeed. We've had one Villanova player ejected in this ball game for targeting. We've had a couple of personal foul penalties. Uh, 
against Villanova. In fact, penalties have hurt the Wildcats tremendously. They would have had a, a much larger lead here. Mm -hmm. A couple of their long plays for two scores were called back. So a long look at this to see. That is a long look. You know, it? if they're not calling it a, a hit on a defenseless receiver, maybe if it if they deem it isn't a target, then it won't be a personal foul. Because it's not like he just laid him out, but he hit him pretty hard, and he was defenseless. The longer they take to make this decision, oh, here we go. We're going to find out shortly. The referee has his call. After further review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. Wow. Personal foul targeting number 33, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Number 33 is disqualified. I just, I don't think so. I really didn't see that as a target. And I'm not saying we're we're pro JMU, don't get us wrong, but I also have seen so many hits that were much more well, I my goodness mm. gracious. Well, in a first down, you're right, the thirty four yard line of JMU and here goes Chance Villanova. to extend the lead now. They've outscored the Dukes twelve nothing here in this second half. So Sam Kidd also is ejected from the game. See if that makes the defense mad enough to come up and create a big defensive play. Hand off to Covington. Man, can't make the first man miss. Carpenter right there. He has had a tremendous football game. He's missed the last couple weeks because of injury. He's back, and he has been a he's been a handle. <laughs> well, been hard the, to handle. One of the James things that's helping James Carpenter not only is he a great ball player for sure on that defensive line, but Mike Green being there really close to him is starting no to doubt. play more aggressive, and so they're paying a little more attention to Mike, and that allowed. Carpenter to uh, fill the gap and do it nicely. No gain for Covington. Need to keep this to a field goal attempt to be the long one from right here. We're going to turn over. Here comes pressure. Going to throw down the seam. and It's going to be knocked away at the last second. Great play by Swan. He came over at the last second. Came off of the receiver. Jordan Swan over the top of the inside receiver. Knocked the football away from Ismail. Used his right hand to go over the shoulder. Did not touch the contact the receiver at all. That was Dukes, a really good play. Dukes were in a zone, and so he could you could kind of see. He wasn't running with his back to the ball. Right. And he was able to see where that ball was going to go. And Huge so, play right here. Oh, man. Man. Trying to get the crowd into it. It would be about a 51-52 yard attempt from right here. Third down and 10 yards to go from the James Madison 34-yard line. Daniel Smith claps his hands, raises his leg, now gets the chest-high snap. Here comes pressure again, steps up away from it, and he gets to the 30, tripped up shy of the sticks. Good one-on-one -on -one tackle by Q. Reed. Does get some yardage for their field goal kicker, but it is fourth down. Gain of about five, as it turns out. Bring up third down and five. Be fourth and five. This will be a fourth, fourth five, down. Excuse me. Yep. Yes. So let's see now. I don't see the field goal kicker like coming they out. Go for it. Yeah. Wow. He's got the leg for this because that's 46 yards. Well, the money today has been on Pringle. Where is he? He's in the slot on the far side. Defense trying to get the JMU fans into it. Now they rise up. Fourth down. Fourth and five from the 29-yard line. They will go for it. Go to the right side, passing the slot to be thrown low, and he in. It's incomplete. Pringle went down to get it. It hits the turf. It's incomplete, and JMU gets a turnover on down. Well, there's the biggest play of the second half so far for this JMU defense. Smith throwing on the run, and he has thrown that one into the dirt. And you kept thinking Pringle has picked a few off the turf today, Dave. Yes, he has. He's been tremendous. He has seven catches in this football game. Excuse me, eight for 132. The defense does its job. Now. 
the offense, can they get something done here in this second half? They have 12 yards. That's it, 12. One first down, 12 yards now. That drive started at the 31 of Villanova. Ends at the 29 of JMU. Dukes take over out of the backfield in motion. Douglas. It is Austin Douglas who's checked in. Empty backfield and, oh, over the middle, wide open. They brought in the football game, Jameer Hudson, for the first time, but the ball was tipped. He was open and was going to get at least six, seven, maybe enough for a first down. The ball was tipped to the line of scrimmage, and Cole Johnson's rough afternoon continues. He's only thrown for well, 99 yards in the game. Tyler Stevens, the offensive tackle, got driven back into Cole Johnson. Offensive line has got to pick up. Second down, 10. Latrell with a handoff, accelerates and just not Ooh. much running room. He's going to get three to the 32, but that's it. It's going to set up another third down. You don't want to go three and out again after you got the momentum on your side with that fourth down stop. Lake Fisher, that big defensive tackle on the bottom of that stack. They've got to protect Cole. Again, wholesale subs for, subs for Villanova. So where was Thornton in this offense? Because he didn't touch it in the third quarter, and he was so prolific in the first half. Rolling. How about Antoine Wells? Four <laughs> targets, one catch. That's it. Third down, seven. Here comes the pressure again. Nowhere to go. Wow, Wells open on the left sideline. Makes the catch up to the 50-yard line. Finally got a completion to Antoine Wells. It goes for 18, and they move the chains. Big well, play. And give Cole Johnson a lot of credit. Hung in the pocket, took saw it wide open, took the hit. You're exactly right, Dave, and able to deliver a strike on the outside. That's as wide open as I've seen Antoine Wells Jr. No all question. day long. Absolutely. Finally, his second Irvies, catch of the game. Irvies cheese steak, first down. To midfield, they're at the 50-yard line for the 18-yard grab by Antoine. Cole Johnson wants to throw again. Looks left sideline. Back shoulder fade for Antoine Wells and can't get to it. Almost double-covered safety coming over the top, and they pressed him to the sideline. Almost ran him out of bounds on the Villanova sidelines. The Dukes go left to right here in the final chapter. Cole kind of forced that one in there as he looked to Antoine the entire way and really nowhere to go. Giving him a chance because he does usually such a good job of possessing and taking the ball away from a one-on-one defender. Thornton will come to the near side right. Antoine's going to shift this way as well. So their top two receivers are split to this near side right. Now to the backfield. Austin Douglas goes in motion. Empty backfield for Cole. They only rush three. Should have plenty of time. Throws up the middle. Great catch by Antoine, and he gets knocked off his feet, but hangs on and moves the chains over the middle, over his head. He makes the grab. First and 10, JMU with the 36 of Nova. Fergie's cheese take first down. 14 yards on the slant pattern over the middle. That's a tough pass to catch. Absolutely. A lot of traffic in there. Big-time catch, and he got hit right away. Antoine with back-to-back receptions. First and 10 now. Here's Austin Douglas. He gets the carry, runs over a blocker. It was Chris Thornton who <laughs> was trying to block for him. What's Chris Thornton doing down in there blocking? Huh? <laughs> Cheatham just got knocked down after the play, but Austin Douglas gets four yards on the carry. Austin will come out. Feel the crowd getting behind this Dukes team. Everything magnified now here in the fourth quarter. Cole Johnson with Percy now to his left. Antoine to the left side as well. Looking to the right as Cole Johnson looks over the middle. Now going to fire. Wide open is the tight end. It's Noah Turner. He's close to the first down. He has it at the 25-yard line. Fights for extra yards. They will move the chains on an eight-yard gain. There's the tight end. Noah Turner finally getting involved. I like it. I like it a whole lot, Dave. Ergie's cheese take first down. The Dukes are racking him up right now. This drive started at their own 24. Finally, they got the one first down and now have a little rhythm. Bracey and Thornton come to the near side right. Wells single coverage with Benford on the far side left of the formation. They fake the snap and look to the sideline. 11.08 to go, fourth quarter. 
Villanova 28, James Madison 27. Percy J. Obisay to the left of Johnson. Here's the snap, going to throw the football. Looks left sideline, going to take a shot to Antoine Wells. Forced out of bounds. And they are going to say that he th- the official th- took his hat off, so that means that he went out of bounds on his own accord. Means you can't I, touch the ball if you come back in. Benford has done a nice job defensively on Antoine for the most part today. So the redshirt freshman having a tough afternoon, getting schooled out there by that senior. Going to bring in Solomon Van Horse, and Antoine will come off the football field. Coming in is Kevin Curry. Three receivers to the near side right on second down and 10 from the 25-yard line. Cole Johnson, two-step drop, steps up over the middle. And it's going to be Solomon Van Horse who gets knocked off his feet, but he gets the catch up to the 20-yard line. Gains five on the arrow route over the middle, and that will be a third down and five. Obviously in field goal range right now for Ethan Radke, down one with ten and a half to go here in the fourth quarter. Van Horse almost didn't catch that ball, kind of lost possession. A couple possession times he's done that now. He got hit and able to hold onto the ball. And he got hit right at where the football was near his waist. From the 20-yard line, third down and five. Big play. Want to get a touchdown here. Cole Johnson is going to tuck it. Gets a block from Percy. He's going to dive as the first down. Percy Ajay Obase able to open up a little space for Cole Johnson. The initial pass was not there, so he tucks it, runs, and moves the chains at the 12-yard line. Eight-yard gain for Cole Johnson. Tyler Stevens, the left tackle, did a nice job of pushing the defensive end out far enough, and Cole realized where he was and realized he had space for the Gurkies to take first down. From the 12, Cole fakes the pass, tries to run for something, and loses a yard. He wanted a quick pass to the left side for either Antoine or Chris, and no one was open. And didn't have a whole lot of time, able to move forward for just half a yard or so. Back to the 13-yard line. 9.44 to go, fourth quarter. JMU down by one. Percy J. Obisay to the left. Uh, Cole Johnson, two receivers to the right. Antoine Wells to the far side left. Percy moves to the right side. Here's a handoff to Percy. He's going to go through a couple of defenders down to the 10, pick up three yards. Tackling the football as a second man ran in there. And that was in the form of uh, Forrest Ryan. Trying to grab that football away. Good inside trap block by Tayshawn Wyatt, the left guard. Percy cut in right behind his his block. Another big third down. Third down and seven yards to go. The football make it third and eight from the 10-yard line. Can get a first down at the two. A lot of room to the left side. Fade pattern that way. Antoine Wells is split that way. Solomon Van Horse is checked in as the back. Cole Johnson has time this time. He'll go over the middle of the football field. Caught near the goal line, and it's knocked down. Clayton, Clayton Cheatham was right there, had it in his hands, but then knocked down from behind, and it will be fourth down and eight coming up. So Ethan Ratke will come on to try and give James Madison the lead back. Or a tough catch for Clayton. He set up right inside the five. As you said, three defenders right there. Got some hands in there close to his body. Dable knocked that away. Ethan Ratke on for the field goal. He is two for two. This will be a 27-yard attempt, essentially right between the hash marks. Al Davis, the long snapper. Alex Miller will hold. Good snap, good hold. Ethan Ratke's kick is... No good. He missed it. Ethan Radke, one of the best ever to do it in FCS history, has his string of 23 consecutive field goals snapped as he pushed it right on a 27-yard attempt. He's human, and the Dukes still trail by one. Timeout on the field, 8.50 left in the fourth quarter. Villanova 28, James Madison 27. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. 
Well, the JMU Dukes just went on a 14-play, 61-yard drive, used four minutes and 40 seconds off the clock, converted some third downs in that one, but uh, the Dukes' Ethan Ratke, Mr. Automatica, we expect a lot of him each each time. As you said, Dave, he's human. And now the Dukes still with three timeouts, of course. That 850 can go quickly, if depending on what Villanova wants to do here. So Villanova will take over first and 10 from their own 20-yard line, up one. So now, each team gets inside the 30 and comes away with zero points on their last drive. 28-27. Villanova with a one-point lead. 8.50 left here in the fourth quarter. And again, they've had a couple of drives now here in the second half that have wasted a lot of time. That's something you don't want to have happen right now. Dukes have all three timeouts, but... Tackling right here becomes even more emphasized at this particular point. You can't allow people to slip out of your grasp and get that extra yard because... So Daniel Smith... His back this time is D. Will Barley, the junior from Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. He's the backup to Covington. Covington's a big game. Not a lot of carries. 10 for 79, though. Had a 60-yard TD taken off the board because of a penalty. Fans trying to get into it. First run is Barley. He's got nowhere to go. Chuck Winecki was right there. He's back to the line of scrimmage. Nice fill by the rover coming in from the outside. Also, Tony Thurston in on this possession to start. He's in for James Carpenter. Mike Green has been wreaking havoc today. You know, we haven't seen Bryce Carter a lot. Got we haven't. Cole Claw has been out there at the left defensive end. Abby Akunje on the right side in this alignment. It'll be second down and 10 from the 20-yard line in their own territory. Nova moving right to left. 8-17 to play here in the fourth quarter. Another handoff. Big hole and then it'll be Azanama and Chukwonecki, who combined to make the stop, but a six-yard gain will set up now a third and fairly short. Third down and four for Villanova. So far in third down, they made their first two. They've missed their last five. That inside trap has been open, and Duke's able to shut it down somewhat. There have been some long runs that have come out of that very same play today for Villanova. So third down, four. Need to get the offense back on the field. Need the three and out right here. Be the first of the half, but they can do it. Isaac Ukwu, Bryce Carter back in the football game. Also out there is James Carpenter. He's back in. Third down four for Daniel Smith. Claps his hands. Here comes pressure. Steps up over the middle of the football field. It's going to be incomplete and nearly intercepted. Davis Dove couldn't grab it. Greg Ross in coverage with Pringle. Goes through his hands and incomplete. And the Dukes defense stands up again as they force a three and out. How close was that? Interception or a pass completed. Almost a completed pass. You're right. Exactly. And it was a good hit from behind by Ross. And a little crossing pattern would have been enough for the first down. And now you go fourth down. You, You don't want to make any funny... You know, rough the punter here or anything. You need the field position. Now it's going to be a fake. They go under center, fourth down, and now. Trying to draw the Dukes off sides. Yep. They're going to have to burn a timeout here. So he ran up from his punter position, and I'm not sure why you call a timeout right here. First charge timeout, Villanova. Why not take the penalty of five yards if you run the clock? 30-second timeout. Not going to make that much difference. Well, and first and foremost, why do that? Punt it away. It's fourth and four. You're ahead by one in the fourth quarter against the third-ranked team in the country at their place. Punt the football away and don't try and get cute here. Save the timeout. You may need it. I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, if you want to use why your do you do it? at this point, 
Now, the idea, of course, was to draw JMU offsides. You know, run up to the cuddle, get them ner- get the down linemen nervous who are going to rush the punter. Didn't work. JMU stayed home. Coach Kane has his special teams units usually coached up very well, so they weren't going to fall for that. Well, we'll get Jack Schroba here to field this punt cleanly is important. He's not back very far. No, they don't. They don't feel like he's going to hit one real, real long. This is, by the way, the first punt of the day for Villanova. Connor Watkins only averages 34.6. That's why he's not back very far. And it will be end-over-end line drive. Great field position made at the 43-yard line. The fair catch by Sroba. So the offense, again, down just one. Plenty of time. 7.25 to play. We have a timeout on the field, so we'll step aside. Villanova leading JMU 28-27. to The Dukes offense back on the field. When we return, you're listening to James Madison Football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. CarMax is proud to be the season-presenting sponsor of JMU football. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Well, not a lot of time ran off the clock for Villanova in that particular drive, and both teams huddled up around their respective coaches now as we head down the stretch here. And glad you've hung around with us. We're celebrating the 50th year of JMU football. Going back to 1992 now, safety Pat Carey and cornerback Don Phelps and free safety Chris Parrott, running back Kenny Sims, offensive line Derek Spangler. They had a 4-7 record under Coach Rip Shear. Uh, we'll talk more about those teams of the 90s going forward in our next game. But right now, Dave, some work to be done. 7.25 to go here in the fourth quarter. Down one. James Madison came up empty last drive, but now they take over at their own 43. The defense did its job. Again, not much time came off the clock because of two incomplete passes. And now they take over plenty of time. So see if they can go get that's go get six, and then if you can go get the two-point conversion, go back up by seven points here. But, again, got to get points out of this drive. 7.25 to play fourth quarter. Percy J. Obisate to the right now of Cole Johnson. He will start the drive with a run, and he bounces off of defenders. Nowhere to go for Percy. Fights to get back to the line of scrimmage. Again, uh, pushed by the defensive line. And Malik Fisher yeah. in there again. Oh, what damage he's done today. Pushed that ball into the backfield and loss on the play. First team all league in the spring. He's a horse. Now second and ten. Don't want to go three and out here. Again, time starting to become a factor. Seven minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Cole Johnson has plenty of time this time. Surveys the field. Dumps it short. Going to be caught by Noah Turner. Turns up fielding. He's going to backpedal close to midfield. He's at the 49. Picks up six. So now a big third down coming up. Third and four. The Dukes are seven of 16 on third down. Under 50% now. Pinkett made the stop in the secondary. Substitution down. Duke's trying to go quickly and catch uh, Villanova off. And they do. Quick out. Wide open. Cheetah makes the catch. Stays on his feet. Battles for yardage. Has the first down. Boy, they were trying to sub, and they didn't hold the play up because JMU the didn't Dukes sub. didn't sub. Right. If they would sub, then the official would hold it up, so that allows Villanova to sub. The Dukes did not. That was not smart coaching by Nova. How about smart play by Cole Johnson to get that snap? Absolutely. First and 10 at the 43 of Villanova. Hand off to Percy. Looking for a hole, and he submarines up to the 40 for three yards. Nova's done a good job against the run here after halftime. Well, they really have. They've been stuffing it big time. Not a lot of movement in here. You almost get a feeling you're going to see something break, just to, just at a point where you start to feel someone. And this is about where we saw Latrell Palmer a few years ago make this run. Percy in the backfield this time. Drew Painter's coming in as a tight end. Counter play, and Cole's going to keep the football. He gets hit, tries to foul for yardage, and does. He'll pick up three more, so three and three. Makes it now a third down and four yards to go from inside the 40 up to the 37-yard line just inside the right hash mark. Just a mass of humanity in the middle of that. 
Cole got what he could going to the outside. Probably four down territory here. Five and a half to go. Probably out of Ethan's range. Across the formation to the near side. Thornton goes back to the left side. Three receivers that way. They look for Chris. He's open and makes the, oh, he drops the football. We never see Chris Thornton drop the football. He may have been hit short of the first down anyway. Allowed the ball to kind of get to his body, hit up around the high on his shoulder pads. He had run an in, and then he'd gone out into the flat. Coach Signetti is going to keep the offense out there, so fourth down. Wow. From the 34-yard line, need four yards to keep the drive alive. Cole Johnson looks to the sideline. James Madison trailing by one with 5.22 to play here in the fourth quarter. Drew Painter now goes to the left side. Three receivers that way. He is the inside of those three. To the near side right, Scott Bracey. Cole Johnson has time, looks left sideline, open. Antoine Wells makes the catch, has the first down. Came back to the football, fights for yardage, and has it to the 32. Needed four, got five. They went to number seven to get the first down. And Benford, the outstanding cornerback for them, got beat on that play by the first time today. There's been much separation between the two. Big fourth down conversion for the Dukes. On fourth down now, they're three out of four on fourth down conversions. And now a flag comes in late. Flag on the ball start. Offense number seven, five-yard penalty, replay first down. Well, thank goodness Antoine got the five before that one. (laughs) He gives five back, but he's going to come off the football field. I think he realized he was not in the right position when he went out to line up, but the problem was he needed to stay right there. Kevin Curry comes in for him. Now three receivers to the right side. First down and 15 yards to go. The ball back at the 37-yard line now. Latrell Palmer is the back this time. They're going to swing it out. Thornton has blockers in front of him. He cuts up inside and dives back to the original line of scrimmage. Maybe one now, back to the 32. So gets those five back, second and 10 now. 4.35 to play. We are in the fourth quarter. If they can continue to get some first downs and milk this clock even more and get some points out of the drive, they may not leave much time for Villanova. Thornton now with catch number eight of the afternoon. Curry stays in the game to the left side. Hand off to Latrell. He powers his way. Got decent yardage. He gets four to the 28, right in the middle of the football field. at the right hash. So now a third and six coming up. They are in Ethan's field goal range. I understand the run there kind of in that situation, but I would have liked to have seen a pass on those two down. They go with tempo. Cole looks left side. It's going to be Chris Thornton makes the catch, turns up field, and dives for the first down. He's got it at the 22-yard line. Needed six, got six. They move the chains again and keep the clock rolling. Down just one, though. They're still trailing as they near the red zone. Money catch against Kristen Benefert. At the 22, Antoine Wells has checked back into the football game. The clock continues to dwindle down. This drive began with about seven and a half to play. Now we're down to 343. Obviously in field goal range now, but would love to go get six. Cole Johnson. Waist high snap, sets up, left side dumps it for Latrell Palmer, gets hit the line of scrimmage and gets no gain. Dumped it short. Boy, Clayton Cheatham, I thought he had him in the middle of the football field. Yeah, you're exactly right. He took the words right out of my mouth, my friend. I'll tell you this, the last time they lined up defensively, they were off of the wide receivers on the outside for one of the first times on the afternoon. They had backed up about five yards. Let's check it this time when they come to the line of scrimmage. Second down and 10, the football at the 22 of Villanova. 3-10 to go. Dukes are down by one. Percy J. Obase has checked back into the football game, gets the carry. He goes right through Forrest Ryan, who holds on to make the tackle. It's a three-yard game. Now a third down again, third and seven. The Dukes continuing to have third downs. So this is a game of 
you know, we're gonna, we need to run clock. We need to make sure we don't leave Villanova a whole lot of time, but we have to score. Got to get points. Right. Again, this is not a tie game right now. Again, normally this is a chip shot field goal, but Ethan Racky just missed a 27-yarder. Third down seven, football the 19 of Villanova. They're back inside the O'Neill's Grill red zone. I think Coach Signetti's going to call a timeout here. He's going to run the clock down. He's over by the official. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they may run it. Third down and seven. Well, Johnson claps his hands, gets the chest-high snap. Going to throw a fade, and it's going to be Chris Thornton diving in oh, the he back of the him. end zone. He can't quite get there. No call? Oh, I was hoping. Boy, they tried for everything on third down and didn't get it, so now the field goal unit will come on. Ethan Radke had made 24 consecutive field goals. Now can he start a new streak? 2-18 to play in the fourth quarter, fourth down coming up. This will be a 36-yard attempt. The best kicker in FCS history will try and give the Dukes a lead with 2-18 to play here in the fourth quarter. Kyle Davis will snap it. Alex Miller will hold. Good snap, good hold. The kick is away, and the kick is. It hits the upright. It is no good. It hit the left upright. Ethan Ratke has missed back-to-back field goals, and Villanova keeps the lead 28-27 as it bangs off the left upright. My, it hit it square. It hit it square on the left and went straight down to the turf. My goodness. The Dukes, though, have all three timeouts remaining. There's a timeout on the field, so we will step aside. All hope is not lost. 2-12 to go, all three timeouts left. The Dukes defense has got to get a three and out. We'll come back with that as we continue with James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, that JMU drive started with seven minutes and 25 seconds slinged after a Villanova punt. The defense had done their job, three and out. It ended with a field goal that uh, was missed here with 2-12 left to go. Dukes went 6 of 8 for 29 yards in passing, 5 uh, rushes for 14. They got three first downs in that ball game and penalty against Villanova in that. But now Villanova has new life. But you would expect with the three timeouts, the Dukes would get one more opportunity here, my friend. That's Clint Estes. I'm Dave Briggert. Riley Reed is our producer. Next to him, as always, a tremendous job today as the Dukes have to rally again. Do they have some magic left? Down one, need a three and out. In all three timeouts, they've been able to shut down the run here in the second half. Maybe the defense needs to score. There you go. They have one takeaway so far. Bryce Carter is back in there. Good to see him. We've got their starting four up front. Daniel Smith out of the shotgun. Hand off to Covington. Boy, he's got a little bit of a hole. Tucker Dorsey right there, but it's a four-yard gain. And now timeout for Coach Signetti. First down, you just cannot allow a first down in this situation. One first down game is probably over. First charge timeout, James Madison, 30-second timeout. Please reset the game clock to 2.07, 2.07. You get the feeling in some ways for me that Smith has not run the ball recently. Yep. So stick it in the belly of those running backs and what, and give him that option on the outside. I mean, he hasn't had a great day running with it, but he's so adept at doing that. I think we'll see a zone read on every single one of these plays, and that it, it makes him <laughs> a viable candidate yes. to run, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So those ends, the, the safeties that are on the outside, they have got to be aware. Account for him, yes. 28-27. James Madison has not scored in the second half. Good five-yard gain there on first down. 
Yeah, a little too much. Yeah. Giving up on first down. Football is at the 25. They almost moved it ahead of yard, so it's second and five now. Covington to the right of Daniel Smith. A two tight end formation for Nova. Here's a handoff to Covington. Oh, He's going to yes, get baby. hit by Diamante Tucker Dorsey. No gain on the play. Tuck Boy. with a tremendous play, and now a third and five. This is essentially the football game right here. Second charge timeout, James Madison, 30-second timeout. Now if you're Coach Ferranti and offensive coordinator Chris Bowden, who was a great quarterback at Villanova himself, do you take the chance? I, I, I think if I'm – To win a ball game. If I'm them, I take a chance with a throw because you're not going to get five yards running the football against this defense right now. I think they've it got have to throw to be it. some misdirection, something to really I take think the you, eyes. Out. You're the underdog. You're on the road. You try and go win the football game with a pass here. So let's see what they come up with. A now, one point lead. Now, what does Coach Heatherman dial up with his defense? When it, he's going to make his best call right now. So you got the best play that Villanova can possibly put together. Here we go. Let's see if this. Defense can give Ethan Radke maybe one more chance to redeem himself. Third down and five. Smith fakes the handoff, comes near sideline. Tucker Dorsey was right there, dives. He's going to be short by a yard. Tucker. He is short by a yard. Diamante Tucker Dorsey, the first one there. Wayne Davis came and helped out. He dove to try and extend the football and is a full yard shy, and that's a pretty generous spot where they put the football. Yeah, I thought it was going but to be it's two fourth yard shy. down. Third and final charge timeout, James Madison. And now, 30 second timeout. And, and now, does that coaching staff go for it to go try and win a game? If it's fourth and one, it's not fourth and five. Oh, oh, oh. But you've, if you miss it, oh, they're in field goal range. Well, you've run JMU That's out why of they get paid the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've run JMU out of timeouts. Yep. If you are able to run a play here, first down wins it. So. What I'm the first thing I'm doing for JMU, I'm going to the huddle and said, don't jump offside. Whatever you do, absolutely sit still. Do not get wrong. Because whether it's a punt or whether they're going to go for it, they almost went for the fake a while ago. They're going to keep the defense on the field, and the offense oh. is on the field for Villanova. Here they're going to go. go try and win the game. Here we go, it baby. It is fourth down and one. A first down wins it for Nova. JMU would be in field goal range if they get the stop. Fourth down and one. The football's at the 29 in Nova Territory. Covington to the right. They fake the snap. Now they will give it. It's a gift to Covington. He dives and he's got the first oh. down. The ball is out. The ball is out. Did but they call a, him down? I think they did. They did. First down, Villanova. Covington, the second effort, got him the first down, and they moved the chains. What oh, a, my. What a call by Villanova's coaching staff. Nothing fancy. Run play, they've been running all year. Right up the gut they come. The Dukes had contact at the line of scrimmage. He was just able to extend it. And I'll tell you what, I think I agree with the call going for it. They're obviously at work for him, and, and it's easy to agree with it. But I was thinking that when it was fourth and one, for them, go try and win the game. If you don't do it, you, Villano you don't do it. But Villanova said all week, we have to get over the mountain. We have wow. to go to Harrisonburg and knock the Dukes off, who have been sitting on top of the mountain. So two missed field goals in the fourth quarter from Ethan Radke. And a, a lot of folks will look at that and say that's the difference. This offense produced zero points, no touchdowns. They were not able to finish drives or get anything going 
in the fourth quarter. Did not score a point. It's not on Ethan. No. It's a collective effort today. 12 yards in the third quarter. Yep. Dukes came out of the locker room. Villanova did a great job of adjusting to whatever the Dukes were trying to do. They could not separate on the outside today from the wide receivers, from the cornerbacks for JMU. And it's going to be kneel down city here with 40 seconds left to go in the ballgame. They've kneeled it down twice, one more, and Villanova will walk out of Bridgeforth with a victory. Well, so the family weekend crowd was going to go home disappointed as Villanova comes out to celebrate, and James Madison loses to Villanova here at home for the first time since 2009. They had won 20 consecutive regular season games. 15 straight wins versus CAA opponents, including the playoffs. 14 straight in the regular season conference wins. They had won 12 straight home games by 14 or more points, and they had won 19 straight in this building. All those streaks are not over as Villanova comes in and shocks the Dukes as they win it 28-27 to here at Bridgeforth Stadium. Let's get a break, and we'll come back and talk about it as... The Dukes suffer their first loss here in 2021. James Madison is now 4-1, 2-1 in the CAA. Again, our final score, 28-27 Villanova as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. <laughs> 